This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. If you are watching, if you are listening, you are part of the brigade. What is up? How are you guys on a Thursday? Dave Sherapan, the book. Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. 90 or so minutes with you guys breaking down the wonderful world of sports betting and any other craziness we get ourselves into. We do not talk before the show. So if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter or later on sports grid, had no idea. We're not doing the combination. Sorry. If you're a Texans fan or an Astros fan, this is not an anti Houston show. It's just very, today it is. What are you talking about today? It is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) We're very Philadelphia oriented today on BVB, even though I'm the Bostonian. How are you today, sir? Did you go outside yet today? I'm furiously angry, furiously angry that it's 40 degrees outside here. Listen, 10 Oh eight. Holy shit. 40 degrees is cold. No matter where you're at, especially cold here when it ain't been 40 in a year. Like I went outside. I'm like, oh, what the? Ah, I had to get the hot coffee today. Ooh. Um, we we had the the van well, your, blew your up. Your Boston Something car happened. just got pulled. By the way, that's it. I, I I can't give it to you anymore. Well, I had to get something hot. I was if, cold. I know. If you're an iced coffee drinker in Boston, it doesn't matter if it's negative ten. I got the iced coffee too. I ordered two today. <laughs> I said that they, they said you need to drink. I was by myself. I don't oh blame my you. I, I mean, I, I would do it too. I don't drink. I don't drink when it's cold outside. I don't drink iced coffee. Just New Englanders will tell you that if you're a true New Englander, you drink iced coffee when it's ten degrees outside. Well, all right. I don't. I mean, I ain't from New England, but I'm <laughs> right. I'm doing it too. I got yeah. both. Okay. Got some some mint thing, something. They changed the whole menu. I didn't even know what was. I went to the oh. Starbucks today. It was a new menu. Oh, Christmas menu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. It's November 3rd. It doesn't matter. Someone said Merry Christmas to me the other day. I was like, oh my God. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, we're not doing this, people. Like, we're not just going to skip over Thanksgiving. Like, November doesn't exist. I love Christmas. My kid wants Christmas music being played in the car now. Drives me, like, I'm like, Madeline. Like, soon. Way. Like, she has this, I don't know, kids get things in their head, right? And they figure, like, they have, like, this, like, badge of honor. So she calls it, she has a Christmas sickness, is what she calls it. Oh. She said, my Christmas sickness is back. And now I need to indulge my Christmas sickness. And I'm like, Madeline, look, I love Christmas as much as anybody else. It's my favorite time of the year. I I, I haven't gone back to New England on back-to-back months. I haven't spent Thanksgiving and Christmas in New England in 20 years since I left and I drove away in from I moved to Virginia after right. college. Right. I've never been back for both holidays. I'm going back for both holidays because my year is sucked and I need to go home for a bit to just recalibrate 2022 and right. flush this year out of my system. Right. And so I'm doing this. 
I want Thanksgiving. So going back for Thanksgiving and Christmas is going to do that? You don't think that might cause you? I mean, are you? Are you do you already have the, the Christmas book? I mean, it might be enough Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I'm going three days for Thanksgiving. It's a quick. Oh, it's a quick. It's a quick yeah, in and out. It's quick in and out. Okay, I, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I have kind of a rule like five days is my max almost anywhere. I don't like even vacations. I don't like going long trips. Long. I, I like to stay. I'm a, I'm a homebody. I like to be at my house. So three days in and out. Christmas is five days in and out. So it's it's not going to be too too much. Yes, I understand that point. I learned that lesson when I moved home the first time after being gone for 12 years. I thought moving home was going to solve everything. <laughs> Spent mm. you know five four or five years at home and then wanted to move out the second I got a chance to leave I left <laughs> and I'm not going back unless I have to I yeah. really don't I really I love my family to death it's just I'm a very different person I've spent more years I basically Wait. left New England when I was you know 18 when, when I went, went to Western Mass when I went to college and I never What's and it? I li- you went to college at UMass that's still New England what the hell it is calling? New England but Western Mass versus my, where I grew up might as well be Nebraska it's so different it's like night and day differences. Boston, Boston to the rural part of the state of Massachusetts, it's Western New York or Eastern New York and Western Mass. And it's just, it's so, so different. So the, the pace of life is different. The people, the politics is just a, a, a much different world. So I, I've been gone for so long that like going back was culture shock for me. I was like, whoa, people are really mean here. People are really mad all the time here. <laughs> It's it, it's culture shock outside. We got everybody in a chat putting their current temperature where they're at. It's 70 in Iowa. Wow. It's 70 in Chicago today. It, we're, we're the coldest place in the country. Okay, today. but you know what that means though, right? Oh, it's going to be freezing there. They're about to get their asses kicked. <laughs> if it's cold here, oh, you guys in the Midwest are about to get brutalized because the second it goes over the Rockies and it goes down from a Denver into the Plains, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Are you doing the, are you doing the, the, uh, the well, no, because it's all thing, right? Well, now? no, look, because the, this the is what happened. Why is it cold here? Right. The jet stream's dropping down. Uh-huh. Okay. So we're getting Canada uh-huh. weather here in Vegas. It's correct. I, I imagine I haven't looked temperatures, but like what's Idaho today? Like 20. I, I guess it, it, it didn't even occur to me to look. So those are my <laughs> guess is that those places to the North of us are very, very cold. So you have the jet stream dropping down. And that means there's going to be a system that's going to come up in the, into the plains. And that's why Bromel camp tweeted out today. And he's right. He's going to be outside at Iowa at Purdue rain and cold Iowa at Purdue. Mother nature is bringing Hawkeye fans a wind. Really? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. 85 in Coral Gables, 75 oh. in Maryland. Yep. It's 51 in Wales. Zach the hat. Thanks, buddy. It's always, it's I can't tell you, what, I can't tell you what, what the jet stream does once it hits the East Coast of America. I have no idea where it goes. It, uh, goes, on, it goes on its own track. Paragenopolis. Paragenopolis. Yeah. I can't. I, I wrote it down phonetically on a piece of paper, and I can't find the piece of paper. But he's in to get his five minutes of BVB before class starts. He didn't put the temperature. What put school, the temperature though? Today. What school? Where'd he go? John P, tell us where you're going to school. Yeah, be curious what what Stan Heredia is in the Dominican Republic. He said it's 85 degrees in a DR today. He's watching us in a DR. I told you there's people in other countries watching us all the time. 
or there happens to be sports book sports betting being legal. There's some there's some <laughs> stuff going on in the DR if you know what I'm saying. Ain't just yeah. playing baseball down there. Oh boy. Uh okay. So yep. I always love this question. Yep. Have you seen what the Powerball number is at? Do you feel removed from all this discussion living here? Because yes. like we have we to literally it. drive an hour to go buy a fucking Powerball ticket. Yep. So but- I, <laughs> I do the shows with everybody from everywhere else, and yep. everybody's talking about the Powerball. And I'm like, okay, when you win it, just break me off a piece. That's fine. I'm good. I ain't buying no t- I ain't driving an hour. With everything going on, all the shows we're doing, all this stuff, I ain't driving down there to go buy, wait in line to buy Powerball tickets. Somebody wants to go, I'll give you 20 and throw yeah. it in. Uh, I'll throw out, anybody in the brigade wants me to Venmo you 50 bucks this morning, I'll I'll give you whatever you need. If you, if you want to do a, a brigade trip to your 7-Eleven to run quick pick numbers on this, go right ahead. Venmo me, tell me, I'll fire it over to you guys. You guys can go buy it on behalf of the brigade. And if I win 1.5 billion, I'll give everybody, every listener a million dollars. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> I'll give them an all. I'll give everybody, I'll give everybody, everybody in the chat right now. I'll give you a million dollars. Wouldn't that, that would be amazing. <laughs> but the question you posed is you taking the payout or the lump sum. Is it a question at 1. our, 5, my age, I'm 52. So you're, you're taking 1.5, billion. Okay. Or 746 million. What are you taking? Um, what do you think? Well, as Darren Novell pointed out, it's on the screen right now. If you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, or Sports Grid, a lump sum after taxes is four hundred million or four hundred and seventy million. Okay, ain't that enough? It is enough, but you're leaving a lot of money on the table by taking that lump sum payoff payout. They want you. This is the book. Tell, giving you a number, of they course. want you to take the of lump sum. It so it's better if you're willing to play it out and you would have generational wealth for the remainder of how many generations? You could keep having babies after that. I'm yeah. having I'm I'm having a long conversation about $1.5 billion. I'm leaning towards the payout. I'm I'm leaning towards running it. Make me Make me whole, pay me everything, everything I'm supposed to win over the course of the next 25 years, pay it out. You could take loans off of it. There's all sorts of things you could do. Give me the fucking money. (laughs) All right. I mean, I I just, I I mean, I can take the money and make the money on top of what I'm making, you know, we got guys in Omaha, you know, these people in Omaha, we'll give it to them. Say, give me an index fund. I'll get the I'll get that annuity Berkson and I'll Hathaway. pay less. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I mean, but I got an eight-year-old. You got an eight-year-old. Uh-huh. This money sets them up forever and their kids and their kids' kids and all that stuff. That's what I mean. Why wouldn't you want to take the payout then? I would. Now, I'd have to talk with a very qualified person. I would right. talk to 10 qualified people and say, <laughs> tell me why I should take the lump sum and tell me why I should take the annuity and then make a decision. Either way. You want to talk about a hell of a problem to have. Oh, Jesus. Would you oh. would you want the public to know that it was you? Would you allow them would you allow them to hold the press? Do conference? I look like I hide from the public? What am I going to do? I would yeah. never te- I would never in a thousand years let them use me for a marketing did, campaign. Did you see the guy in China that um just claimed his uh, lot lottery winning in a mascot suit? 
Beautiful. I would yeah. do that too. So, so 100%. He, he, he literally, there's a picture of him holding a check for like 30 million bucks, like in a, like a silly chicken mascot suit. And his quote was, I don't want my wife and kids to get lazy. <laughs> That's why I love he it. Did it. That's why I love he did it. it like that. That's funny. What mascot costume would you go in as? I might gor- walk in as the Philly fanatic. Today. I'd walk in as the gorilla and I'd go buy Theo Epstein. I'd go to Theo and say, where did you buy the gorilla costume? And I, and I would go ahead and take that. I would wear the same one. <laughs> I've worn some costumes with the kids for Halloween. I could wear, I I got masks. I got all kinds of things. That's a great idea. Well, it's funny because one of my favorite lines, it's what Warren Buffett said to his kids. He said, I'm going to give you a million dollars. After that, it's on you. I've done my part. I've given you more money than anyone normally will ever get. It's on you. What you do with it is entirely, I'm giving away everything else. I'm running the business, I'm running my life. I've made the money. Here's a million. Do what you want with it. I absolutely love it. I love that that thought process of it's mine. It's not yours. Shaq's is his kids too. Well, what are you worth? I know what I'm worth. What are you worth? That idea of motivation, that idea of things have to be earned and not given to you as a child. It's why Shaq became Shaq. It's why Warren Buffett became Warren Buffett. If you don't have that fire in your belly, that stick in the back to push you forward, then no, life is easy. Getting all sorts of trouble. I, I, I absolutely love that idea of like my wife and kids might get complacent. I don't want them to know. No, I probably would tell them. I'm not sure I would lie to them and say, I've got 30 million in the bank. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. So well, with, with your current situation, you might not want to say everything. Oh, with my current situation, I'm <laughs> well, no, actually I'm, I'm free and clear. I'm good. So you could you could say it then. Oh yeah, I'm free and clear. I'm I'm legally divorced. I'm 100 percent free okay, and clear. So you're, so you're, signed so paperwork. State of state of wouldn't Nevada. That be, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> After all that, hey, I just won the Powerball. <laughs> Madeline, we're good. Oh, you? Well, <laughs> different story. Oh, oh dear lord. <sighs> we we did the cash consideration show last night, and Ch asked this great question. I'll ask you. What's the one absurd, ridiculous thing like you would buy with the money? I, the one I'll tell abs- you what I said. He okay. asked me, and you know, you could pick out anything and all this other stuff. I said there were two things. One is we're getting a fucking moat around the house. Jessica has always wanted a moat. Your current house? Whatever house we end up in somewhere, okay. she wants a moat. Okay. And they asked me, what would she put in there? Alligators that eat everything? I said, she wanted sharks. So I'm going to get her a moat with sharks that Florida. no one can come. You can move to Florida. And see work. us without having to be crossed over sharks. So nobody okay. would even think about swimming it. All right. And I was like, wow. I mean, okay. That's that. She's told me that years ago. And I've, I've always kept that in the back of my mind. Cause if I end up on the other side of that moat, I'm in trouble. I can swim, but I can't outswim a shark. Yep. The other thing I would buy is a whole, like an Island. I would go back to like either Curacao or Ruba. Oh, some yeah, other okay. thing. That was mine. An Island. And I would get our house wherever that is. And then I would have like a whole slew of guest houses on the same street, yep. one street. Yep. Share pan, no street. street. I wouldn't have Avenue. a street. Yeah, I wouldn't have a Whatever. street. Yeah, I just. You can come, stay wherever you want. I don't give a shit. You don't have to pay. Come and hang out. We'll go sit on a beach in the morning, watch the sun come up, 
have breakfast, have coffee, whatever it is, go back to the house, do whatever the fuck we want. So that's what the, those are the two things I would buy. The kids could come, you know, it'd be warm all the time. I'm not, I don't want to do winter no more unless yeah. I'm going to visit somebody, all that stuff. That's I, what I would do. I don't need the moat. I'm buying a 20 person plane. You would buy a plane. That's funny. Uh, CH said he would yeah. buy a plane. I would buy a 20, I would buy a 20 seat jet. Yeah. And I'd buy an island. And I would just fly and I would send whenever whenever you wanted to come, you would just say, Hey, oh. madam coming in. All right. That's it. Plane will be oh. on the ground in in two hours. You know, be there with your bags. Carmack, get on, fly where I need to go. You ain't gonna learn to fly the plane, are you? Hell no. No, 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 no. I'll just go ahead and pay for whatever I got to pay for. Have a, have a guy on standby, have a, you know, have a wheels up person or whoever, have them on standby, but I would have full access. I would have 24, seven, 365 access to a plane to fly wherever I want, whenever I want fuel, everything just set up to fly, whatever. And I would just literally fly the globe. Like I would go everywhere and anywhere. There are so many things I want to see on the planet, right? That I would just. I would constantly be gone. Like I would not be, I will other than Madeline, depending on how old Madeline is, would definitely come into play with this, but right. Like she's going to go to school. Yeah. So she'd have to obviously, but like yeah, on the so weekends, you fly nowhere. You can't even go anywhere for the weekend. What do you, well, talking? yeah, I could, yeah, I fly on the weekends, but like hypothetically, she, when she's 18, you know, Oh, say I'm uh, say it's his in 10 years. She's, she's at college, wherever she is. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd have a permanent residence. I, I would just basically be just a person of the earth and just go wherever the hell I want to go, fly around and just, there's so many cool things that I've, I, I want to go to Costa Rica really badly. I want to go to Italy really badly. I want to go to uh, Iceland really badly. I mean, there's just, I would just be like what day it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go here and just go. That's the thing about money. We talked about this in this show, but the thing about money, you're still you. You're still who you are. Money buys experience, okay? Money buys the ability to do stuff, but it also alleviates a lot of the questions and the day-to-day stresses that people have. So you have to be able to balance that. You have to be able to understand that just you're still going to be you and you have to still do the things that you like to do. You're an asshole with money. You're an asshole without money. (laughs) Like vice versa. It doesn't matter. (laughs) So you have to figure those things, those big things out that like, what do you like to do? We're blessed. We get to do what we love to do. We get up in the day, you know, my eyes open and my feet hit the ground and I never go, damn it, I got to go to work. Like, I don't do that. Oh, I haven't done that for, for years. I haven't done that. And there are certain times I've been out of work, out of this industry, and I've been doing jobs and I'm like, man, I don't know. And I've had numerous crossroads <laughs> conversations with myself of going like, am I staying in the industry? Yes or no. And every time I have stepped out of the industry, and it's only been twice, but two times I've done it. I've been like, man, shit pulls you back. In. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Like pulls I'm, I'm right doing back. something wrong. This is not where I am supposed to be. Yep. And I mean, I, I, I was out of work when Madeline got born and my ex-wife at the time, and I probably should have known this to begin with, but she was telling me it's over. Your career is over. All right. <laughs> and, I, and I said, no, it's not. <laughs> and they go, it's not over. I have a lot more to do in the industry. I'll know when it's over. But it's not over yet. Right. And, you know, th- that's just one of those things where you have to know in your heart what you're meant meant to do. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky that way. I mean, I'm lucky that way. I'm fortunate that way to be able to do these things. So I, I think for a lot of people who dream of being rich and dream of having money, it's like it's going to cause you to be a nicer, happier person. Eh, not really. 
my buddy Sean has told me this repeatedly, and I agree 100% with him. It accentuates who you are. If you're a good person, you'll you'll be a, a good person with money. If you're an asshole, you'll be an asshole with money. But it That's doesn't. So true. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's so true. It, 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 it's literally putting on, you know, a little extra spice on who you are. Now you can really be who you are. I, you know, a lot of, I know a lot of people with money, complete jagos. I know a lot oh, yeah. of people with money that just can't wait to help people and do other stuff with it. It's, it goes either way, I'm not judging whoever has it, whatever, by the way, we got a guy named Heath beers who says I have a private pilot license and an AP license to fix planes. Matt, I got you. You're my guy. Heath, <laughs> look at that. We got a pilot watching. I want to learn how to fly a plane so badly. It's one of my, it's one of my major life. You're not scared of that? No. When Madeline's of the right age, I will do it. I just can't do it when she's eight. Right. Because if I, if I ever, if I ever died in a plane crash and my kid's like 12 years old, I'm an asshole. Like I'm leaving my kid fatherless in through her right. most formative years. But when my kid gets to a certain age, like one of my one of my bucket list things I will do is I will get my pilot's license. I want to learn how to fly a plane. Did you ever do the flight simulator thing? Like, oh yeah, for real. I mean, I've been in a I've been in the front seat of a jet that flew. I told you that. I mean, I've I've, I've yeah. been in small planes a lot. So like I, yeah. I've. I've experienced what it feels Wait, like. You were a co-pilot for an actual flight in the air? I was next to the pilot. I wasn't a co-pilot, but I was in the co-pilot seat. Yes. He didn't ask you to help him. They're doing no, it. I just had the headphones to talk to him the whole time. It was just okay. like we were just having a conversation. He was a private jet, and he was flying from Des Moines to Iowa City. And How long was that flight? 35 minutes, something like that. 20 minutes. Wasn't long. We weren't, we weren't that high. We're only like 10,000 feet up. Okay. So it's it was a prop plane, six person prop plane. Noisy? Hell yeah! It's the hell noisy. yeah! It's so noisy. I don't mind the air. I I'm afraid, deathly afraid of heights. But once we get up, I'm good. Sometimes I like to look and just make sure and breathe. It's that damn noise. I just can't get it out of. Oh, it's the, the propellers. You mean or the jet engine? The whole thing. It's oh, just too noisy. Yeah, the little G planes are just too noisy. Jet engines don't bother me. The propeller planes, I'm the not. Propellers. The propellers. That's what I, yeah. The, the, yeah, that's, that's the worst. Just, they're loud. They're clunky. They bounce around all the time. And the, you don't fly straight. You fly like this, like. The puddle jumpers. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. of the, well, because of a variety of reasons why. But yeah, I mean, it's, I, but I, I mean, the idea of getting my pilot lessons has always been hugely attractive to me. Love to fly. The, the idea of getting in a plane, just flying anywhere you want for fun. Oh. So, so cool. Hit the Powerball, buy a plane, buy a jet. But then I would buy 20 person and I wouldn't fly it myself. I'd get someone who's actually like a really good pilot. Right. Who, know what who knows what they're doing. Isn't it crazy though that flying, if you believe in stats, it is safer to fly in the air than it is to drive your car. Did you, it's raining outside. I was like, I ain't going nowhere. I told the kids, are you driving to like you? Driving today in the rain in Vegas is definitely worse than flying in a plane anywhere right now. Like it is a, it's a nightmare out there when, when it rains here. Forget about it. It's a nightmare anyway. It's a nightmare just in general. <laughs> People from California yeah. coming here driving a hundred miles an hour. Like it's, <sighs> it's safer to fly than it is to drive. Yet we get in a car every single day and don't even think twice about it, but we get in a plane and we're like, Hmm, 
I don't know. <laughs> you have that right. pause. But we jump in a car like it's nothing. Like, okay, let's go. And not even a question. But you mathematically speaking. Drive fast, these people from Utah. Boy, oh boy. Drive on the freeways. Yeah. Utah plates, man. No signals ever. Just cut you off, cut you this, that, whatever. I'm past worrying about it, but I know I, I worry about the kids every day when I'm uh, just worrying about uh, I'm not driving. there yet. I, I feel for you. I'm not there yet. <sighs> That's like the best analogy we've talked about is having your kids or your heart outside of your body. Them in a car. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ooh, boy. I, I don't envy you at the moment. I'll be Torch. there in, in eight years, but you're there right now. Ooh. So we go to history last night, the no hitter for the Houston Astros against the Philadelphia Phillies. Let me ask you this question to start. Yep. Does the combined no hitter diminish the no hitter to you? I mean, I've heard this discussion. I've heard it last night after the game. It's not the same as one guy doing it, but it's the second time in world series history. It means something. Of course. I grew up. So, I mean, you. I mean, how often do you hear Don Larson when you were growing up? Every day as a baseball fan. I mean, you Don saw, Larson, Don Larson, World saw Series. Saw those clips, yeah. heard that announcer say it. Saw Yogi Berra jump into his eye. You watch it and dream about it as as a baseball fan, player, all this stuff. So, I mean, it means something. Does it mean less if the Astros don't win a World Series? Uh, it's one game. I agree with. Kyle Schwarber, who after the game said, I don't give a shit. I loved it. Because it's I true. It He's right. It's one it's game. so true. That's all it is. I mean, baseball, whether you win by a thousand runs or one run, nothing carries over. Baseball is day to day to day. So yesterday, you got no hit. The day before, you hit five home runs. That's baseball. Like, that's just the way the game is. Today, we'll see what the Phillies do. But it's not there's no carryover. So it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. We're, JC we're from KC just popped in and said, teams are one and oh, after being no hit in the world series, go Phillies one and oh, it's only been one. Other right. So, so the, so the next game, so Don Larson's after his perfect game, did they lost <laughs> the Dodgers lost the one. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So there you go. So go Phillies. <laughs> oh God. It, it, it's very possible. How about this bet? No hitter 75 to one on the yes. Ooh, they took a bunch of bets on it. According yeah, to, at Circus Sports, a, according a to Derek number Stevens. of bets. That's a that's a that's a great way. Derek said that a number of bets. So five. I'm gonna guess that's a good number. Okay. Yeah, it's less than ten. What's the max play? Fifty bucks. Oh, somebody might have taken a shot for a nickel. Okay. Seventy-five to one. I mean, it's and it's not even like that's. I mean, it should probably be higher, but then theoretically, I saw somebody break. It was this any yesterday. game, though. It was all any. Correct. Would there be a no hitter in the World Series? Not Game Four. If a right. Game Four World Series prop right. bet popped up, it would have been like five thousand to one. Right. Like it would have been just like almost a ridiculous number, not seventy-five to one. Right. So you take you know the possibility of it being seven games extrapolated out how many no hitters are there in an average season? How many no hitters have there been in the last 20 years? You come up with an average number, this and that you offer a price that you think somebody will lay. You want right. somebody to lay the no, so you can get the money to at least pay a, a yes bet. If you get all yes bets in this spot and you got to go to Derek and go, <laughs> we just blew 25 dimes on that no hitter. Like at that at 75 to one multiple pops. I mean, 50 bucks at 75 to one is 4,500. 
five of those bets, there's 25,000. Thanks for coming. You know, and now you're like, huh, okay. So it's, I mean, it's fun to offer them. Uh, it's not so much fun to pay them when you, I mean, you didn't win to this prop at 75 to one. There's no chance you won unless somebody came in and laid that no price. You're, you're stuck. It's a great, I mean, what, what are the chances of that actually happening? I just, it sticks to me that the Red Sox catcher was the guy who caught the caught the one catcher at least, right? So three pitchers, one catcher. Vasquez catching it was just like, man. Right. <laughs> Red Sox catcher who has been tremendous. I think he caught three no hitters in his Red Sox career. I think that's right. Wow. Yeah, he's an unbelievable caller of the game. He's unreal from behind the plate. Huge pickup for Houston. Three no-hitters. I think so. I got to go and go and look. But he was he was tremendous in his Red Sox career. I know Lester had at least one, maybe two with him. Um, Christian Vasquez was, I mean, just phenomenal behind the plate. So that was an unbelievable. I mean, to have a World Series no-hitter under his belt is he's just a he, I was like, man, <laughs> I was like, that's just yeah. The, you know, the, he knows the what he's brigade doing. is such a huge part of the show. And again, you guys, we just appreciate the hell out of you coming in here and liking it every day, subscribing, telling people about it. Jimmy Jack just came in and said, Vince Scully called Don Larson's perfect game. No yep. hitter. And now the new Dodgers announcer called the next no hitter, Joe Davis. Nice irony there, right? Very cool. Very neat. Different network, I mean, different medium, but very cool. Yeah, the connection. Crazy, right? Very the Dodgers cool. announcers doing the national game and the World Series and all this stuff. Like it's just it's 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 wild how it, you can tie something that happened in 1952 to it's 2022. Yeah, and it's baseball and it's, it's this. weird though. Like Philly fans are all like, "Well, it's a combined no hitter," and you, <laughs> you know, our guy did it in the DS by himself. And so it's more impressive what our guy did in the postseason. Like no one's trying to take away what has happened previously. Like what has gone on earlier or whoever did what no, you know, throwing a no hitter in the playoffs. No one's trying to take that away from Roy Halladay. I mean, it's incredible what he did, but like that's a world series game. And at least for me growing up in Boston, we were told about a no-hitter in the World Series. This dude threw a no-hitter in the World Series, and no one has done it since. I was born in 1977. Larson was, what, 1956? I mean, I think. my entire, 52, whatever it was, my entire life, I've never seen this. Like, it was history last night. Whether you hate the Dodgers or hate the Astros, love the Dodgers, love the Phillies, whoever, that's history. That's pretty damn cool last night to watch that, So see that happening. My, my one of, Again, one of my best friends in life, uh, the guy we call Norm, his name is Scott, went to Penn State with him, was in each other's weddings, all this stuff. He took his 10-year-old son, Nate, to the game yesterday. And his brother, Steve, and his brother-in-law, Russ, they got four tickets, went to the game. I talked to him before. I told little Nate, need you standing up, leading cheers. I need you. You know, he's the 10-year-old Nate. is He plays baseball. He's all in. And then I talked to Norm on the side, you know, and I said, Are you nervous? He said, very. So I'm watching the game and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to get no hit. So I, I was so tired after the game last night. I went to bed. I went to bed early. We had car trouble with the van. It was just a long night. So I go to sleep. I wake up this morning to a text. Well, at least we saw history. <laughs> Unbelievable no hitter. Like his team lost. Accept it. 
you saw history. When's the next time? You may never see another World Series no-hitter. Mm-hmm. I said it on Twitter last night. I was like, you know, props to – I know people were making fun of Philly fans who were leaving after the eighth. But there were many that stayed. Would you have left? On during that, no way. There's no, no, no chance. Way. Not, I don't care. Yeah. Not, not in that doing? moment. No, I'm not leaving. Not when I get a chance – to see something that's never been happened in my life has never happened. Yeah. I'm watching as a sports fan. You're, you're watching. I mean, but here's the thing. I want everyone to listen closely to this. Oh, oh wait, the, on, let me put the listing. The idea of a jinx of a mush of an announcer's jinx all dead yeah. after last night. Dead from the sixth inning on Fox had it on the screen. Astros are no hitting Phillies, no hits yeah. for the Phillies. Absolutely. From the sixth inning on the last three innings, the last three at bats for the home team, nine outs. It was on the screen the entire time. Did they do that because it was multiple pitchers? No idea, but that is always the can't talk about the no hitter. Don't talk about your bets before they cash. Don't say it's over till it's over all this nonsense of like, well, if you know, book it Trent's on it, the bets, the bets like it, all this bullshit that's in the space all this superstitious nonsense that people run around and comment on and believe in in the sports betting space you know you with your 50 buck kid bet on a kid can't use a 50 buck bill to bet it because it's bad luck all this nonsense 50 dollar bills are bad luck they're not there's no such thing is it no such thing who's on a 50 dollar bill doesn't matter mushing who's on a 50 dollar bill uh harding who's on the 50 dollar bill isn't it grant Okay. He's on a $50 bill. That sounds right. Fine. Grant. Yeah. Okay. Why is it How matter? did it end on? for him? What? How did it end for him? Who cares? Do you don't use $5 bills because of Lincoln? I mean, what, what are you doing? Fives are sense. too much in circulation. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. This is such nonsense. Who got a Lincoln got assassinated, so I can't use a five. Grant got assassinated, so I or got shot in a duel, so I can't use it. So I can't Bad use luck. a 50. Come on. It's just such people. I mean, my oh, gosh, man. I'll never forget sitting there with it. I'll, I'll let the pro gambler be named nameless. We're sitting in a, in, a, in a hotel room and I'm talking about the game and talking about the line movement. And he's getting mad at me. It's like, you can't talk about the line. Don't talk about the movement. I'm like, dude, like I can say this over and over again. Like your bet's dead. Your bet's dead. Your bet's dead. Doesn't mean it's going to cash or vice versa. Your bet's good. Your bet's good. Your bet's good. It's not going to cash. Like I have no impact, no human being. The butterfly effect it doesn't exist. Okay, stop it. <laughs> like I was watching this, going, "Bravo, Fox, put it on the screen, make everyone sit there and go. If it doesn't hit, all these idiots are going to run around going, "Well, Fox blew it. That's uh, blame Fox. They blame put it Fox. on the screen. Oh, that's what they did. Look at Fox. They put they they they, they, they called out the no hitter. Joe Davis said the words no hitter. Oh no." Stop with this idea that we have any control over any of this. It's, it's, it's bad mojo. There's no such thing. I do believe in karma. I do believe in that. Treat people right. You get treated right. I believe in karma. What comes around goes around. I, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give you that. All right. But saying words out loud while something is going on in a sporting event is not bad karma. Okay. If I intentionally want you to lose... And I'm like, you got a big bet. And I'm going like, fuck you. I want you to lose. Oh, okay. That's that. That's bad. That's karma. personal. That's bad karma, right? That's, that's on me. Personal. But that's yeah, got nothing yeah. to do with what's going on on the screen. That's just you as a bad person. You might get hit by a bus when you walk outside the, the sports book for doing that. That's oh. on you. The, the, oh, universe will cor- the universe will correct itself because of you treating somebody in the wrong <laughs> way. 
but that's got nothing to do with a no hitter last night or any dumb superstition about, well, I need to sit here because if I don't sit here, the game's not going to go the way it's supposed to go. I'm in my lucky seat. You know, I wore my, I didn't wash my pants for a month because the team was winning. Like all this nonsense. It's got nothing to do with what happens on the field. A lot of, a lot of that stuff happens in the baseball clubhouses and on baseball. And they're stuff. all Looney Tunes. I'm just telling you. That's, that's, that's fine. That's but that's a more of a mental state about where you want to be mentally than what actually is going to happen. Well, sometimes people want to be in that place mentally when they go to place a bet. Fine. It's got nothing. It's got absolutely nothing to do with what's going to happen, whether wins or loses. It's got nothing to do with it. Bromel Camp says he's going into the book tomorrow with a fistful of fifties. I don't know Bromel Camp if they're fifties or bad luck in Iowa, but if you come to Vegas with a fifty, a couple fifties at the window. Do you know how many times I've bet with fifties just to piss you off? I believe it. You know, (laughs) one of the biggest issues with it at the window is that there's no slot for it in the drawer. Okay, you fine. Can't put I put fifty anywhere. I, I literally a, put fifties down when I, when I at, at the window. I'll put a fifty down and I'll point to it and I go, I don't care. Like I'll literally <laughs> tell the person at the window, I don't care. I had I had one woman go, what What are you talking about? It's a fifty dollar bill. I go, oh, you don't know. Good, take it. The new people <laughs> don't know. The new people definitely don't know. A lot of people don't know. Nobody knows shit. Some of the new people don't know about the fifties. But in Vegas, I mean, when you get to fifty back. So say you go and bet a hundred or you bet 50 and the writer gives you the 50 back. I say, thank you for 50 bucks. That's the writer telling you, good luck, sir. <laughs> it's give get me, it out of give my, me all drawer. your fifties. Give me all your fifties, please. That's I will take as many $50 bills as you want. I'll take the $2 bills. I'll take the $50 bills, whatever you want. If you go to a window and pay for a bet and ask for, do you have a 50? They can't wait to give it to you. They'll give you all of them. So yes. bizarre. It's such a ridiculous. You can't keep them in a drawer. They're a pain in the ass. That's fine. I mean, there may be an and the twos, problem. The deuces, the yeah. $2 bills. That's the, I mean, literally you got nothing to do with those. <laughs> oh, can you bet with them? Are they bad luck or good luck to bet with a $2 bill? It's crazy. I probably was at the counter with a drawer. I don't know how many years talking probably eight years here. The number of $2 bills I got to make bets with is less than one hand. Wow. Less than one hand. So I don't know if they're good luck or bad luck. I almost remember every one. A guy used to come in and do $2 exactness. Oh, at the nugget with $2 bills. Wow. Couldn't have been more annoying. Must've stockpiled the $2 bills. Oh, he come in and yeah, he had, he had a, so 10 of them is 20 bucks. Yeah, he probably had 20 of them and would kill you all day with these $2 exact. Is two. Here you go. Two exact change. He used to say he was so strange. I remember my grandfather used to give us $2 bills because they came out, at least for me. I was born in 1977. And I believe like the one of the last years they had a full run of them was 1976. So he used to always give me $2 bills to be like, this is as old as you are. This dollar bill is the same age as you. This has mm. been in circulation for as long as you have. So I would get a bunch of $2 bills at, you know, different, whatever, Christmas, holiday time, birthday time, Birthdays, whatever. Right. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd get that, get that from my, from my grandfather. I can't tell you the last time I saw a $2 bill though. Are they even in circulation anymore? Ask the chat. 
I ain't seen a $2 bill in a while. I, I thought, I think they phased them out because the first phase was the $2 bill and then they tried to do the penny and the penny hasn't been. What about done. that Susan B. Anthony coin he tried to put on everybody? <laughs> that was annoying. When they would come in and pay bets with that. Can we just kill coins in general? Like keep the decimal point, but kill coins. Another good question. Like pennies, uh, there's an awesome 60 minute story on the penny and the attempt to kill the penny and what the implications would be if we rounded everything to, to a five, it's five, 10, 15, 20, no matter where, where we are. Was the implications big? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Like billions of tax dollars, like billions and billions of tax dollars over a course of a year. Indifference. It would oh, be so that ain't never going away. It's not that it's never going away. It's that they're going to try to they're, they're trying to figure out some way economically of making prices end at fives. So like you're not having a, a six ninety nine anymore. It'd be six ninety five. Oh boy. So it'd be then or seven dollars. But like there's a psychological oh. thing. Like everyone knows with pricing, it's six ninety nine. People think that that's a lot cheaper than seven. So they want to do six ninety five. Oh, versus yeah. seven. So I remember that. having this discussion with my dad when I graduated from school and we were at the store and I'm like, dad, why do we got to have everything 99? It's a pain in the ass. They're all women at the registers. We had all cashiers. Everybody would complain. It was just a nightmare. He's like, Dave, that's the way everything's priced. And I just was like, I just, just make it, make it $7 instead of 699. Do you know the game at Costco? When you shop at Costco, do you, have you, have you ever seen the prices with the games? No. So Costco, eight, 88 cents, 95 cents, and 99 cents. You can see where they are with the deal. If you find anything that's 88.88, it's a, it's a markdown deal. Buy it at really? Costco. Uh-huh. It's how they price it. It's how they know when they go through. They know when something's on the way out, and, they want, and they've marked it down significantly. It's always oh, .88 at the end at Costco. I, I, my head hurts right now. <laughs> I just I can't. I can't. I just yeah. don't. I shop in, it's, a little, it's a little Costco trick when you go shopping at Costco to know the prices. Two, two, best of three. Can Philly do this without home field? The home field beats nothing as okay. far as the, the series. It's the pitchers. We got Syndergaard going today. He might go two innings. Two, two, two innings. And then what? I'm worried about the Philly bullpen mm. um, today. You worried about Verlander in his record in the World Series? Oh, that's the other aspect of this. Did you see this number? Did you see the line today? No. <laughs> what do you think the line is today? If you didn't look, what do you think the line is today? Verlander and Syndergaard. Is Minus 180 the- on the Astros. 180? You know he's never won a World Series game, Matthew. Okay. What is it? It's a little steep. What is it? 150. Okay. I mean, it's... A guy who was in line to win the Cy Young up against Thor, who has been throwing beach balls for, for, for baseballs at people. He ain't had the hammer for years, this Thor. No, <laughs> this is hammerless Thor. Um, I'm getting sick and tired of betting the game's over in Philadelphia and then right going over. My gosh, every both back-to-back nights looks like the game's going to fly over. Five runs. I called it. I said five runs for the Astros. <laughs> Right, team Got total that. was good there, but um, I thought they scored five. I needed three from the Phillies. I thought it would be a 5-3 final. I didn't see the no-hitter coming. That's why the game went under. Nobody saw the no-hitter coming. It's crazy. 7 nothing, 5 nothing. last two nights. It's wild. Opposites. 
Right. So what happens? Opposites. Tonight? Do both it's, teams do both teams go off? And it's eleven to ten tonight. It's. I mean. Yes, I would think so. I would think somebody's going to get some hits today. Both teams are going to get some hits today. Somebody's going to hit a home run today. I would think so. But then it's baseball, bro. And you Can't just, you just watch pitch it. around the three hitters of the Astros. They got three hitters. I mean, Alvarez looked like he woke up yesterday. Didn't he hit well, a couple don't, balls? Don't hit him in the ass. <laughs> don't hit him. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't hit him in the ass. So you leave Nola in, and then you load the bases, and you bring in the guy, the lefty, to pitch to him. First pitch, you hit him right in the back or in the ass or wherever you hit him. Like, you can't do that. The game was over right there for me. And then here comes Bregman, and I'm like, like, oh, my God, what an at-bat. I mean, like, that was a professional hitter at-bat. Fought off a couple pitches. He got that pitch middle out, nailed at the right field. Two runs scored, three nothing. I'm on the air with Dubsy and Ranieri, and I go, "It's over. It's it. It's mm-hmm. done." Like, what are you talking about? Like, unless they come back the next inning, because he bomb. might leave in, he might leave in Javier, and he's tired or something. Because he was magic last night. What he was doing, making he struck out five or six guys in a row in the would, World Series. Would you have left him in? Nope, not with that bullpen. Nope, Agreed. didn't need to. Once we had the lead, we give it. It's a new baseball. It's when you got guys in a, in a, in the bullpen and throw like them. That no, I don't need to leave him in longer. The World I might Series, need him you can't again. afford. You can't, this is not like a September or June, you know, a midweek game in June. Like, no, this is a World Series. You yeah. go to the bullpen, like hundred percent. You go, you get the arms. You shut the game down. You go two two. You send the thing back to Houston. The implications of that win last night were so significant. I don't care about history at that point. Your job is to win. Forget what history is. Win the damn game. He didn't. Eat, I mean, like, there's a no. It's not even a discussion. What am I going to leave you in the pitch the seventh and yeah. go throw a hundred eight pitches? Then I can't use you again. Right. I might need you in game seven. I, I agree. No, people stop. were like, how the hell do you pull a guy with a no hitter in the world series? We never, it's like, I get the idea of like leaving a pitcher in to go after a perfect game. Like I get that. I didn't like earlier in the year when pitchers are getting yanked with perfect games in the sixth inning. I don't like that. Right. It's a world series. Like, what are we doing here? Who cares about what history is? You got to win the game. You're there to win the championship, however way necessary to win the championship. It does not matter what individual performance might be on the line. Hell no. I need you, Javier, you've been, you've been literally in September, October. (laughs) Nobody can hit you. I'm going to use you out of the pen. If we go to the game six, if it's it's right thing, or I'm going to use you in game seven. True. You're out. It's 97. We're good. I don't need you to get hurt. I don't need you trying for an X for what a perfect game. I might need you to win the ring out. Doesn't make any sense. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Yep. This is something that I found last night. This is my own personal ask the book. <laughs> I saw this. I, I don't. Okay. So fan duel last night, I, listen to his frustration. Okay. This is when, great. It's not only a frustration. It's more of, a, of an ignorance on my part. I don't understand this. Yeah. So fan duel in the first half of tonight's game has two markets. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The first market says first F I R S T half right. first half. Right. The second market is number one S T first half. Correct. 
The first number is minus seven, minus 130 to the Eagles. Okay. The next number is eligible for a same game parlay. Correct. Thus, it's minus six and a half, minus 145. I can price wise. I can bet the six and a half and pay the extra price, not putting it in a same game parlay. Correct. Why isn't one of these numbers just an alternative number? Why don't they just, why don't they they call it an alternative first half number versus calling it first half, spelling it out and first half with the numbers. I can't figure this out. What's the purpose of not allowing both these numbers to be part of a same game parlay? The way the system is set up. You're, you're a lot of times you're at the mercy of the system and the system with these same game parlays. I've never, I mean, I, we did parlays every okay. book I ever worked at. We did parlays and you could, we had a limited amount of things you could put with the same game. You could do side total. You could do money line total. You could do first half to first half, but you couldn't do first half the game. There was all kind of restrictions. And a lot of it was because of the system. Well, now the system's, allow same game parlays, but only so much. So you have to set up a first half. And for the guy in the room or the system, it has to say first half one ST. So you know that's the same game parlay one. That's the price of that. And obviously it's more expensive. What's the point of making the same game parlay? What's the point of that though? I, I can't figure this out. What is the point of making a lower number from seven to six and a half? You make six and a half eligible for a same game parlay, but not seven. Why? Because you can. This, mean, is just, just, this is just shits and giggles. This is just, just for the hell of it. There's no like no, mathematical reason behind now, it. No, because now like you need to know which one is which. Why? Why can't the why same? Can't, but why can't why did why the separation? I guess is my question. Why can't you just make the first half same game parlay eligible? Because you're probably not going to change the number that's eligible for the same game parlay. You're just going to change the price. Silly, but they did, but they did change the number and the price. They changed them both to one seven. Is, one is seven one thirty, not eligible. Six and right. a half minus one forty five is eligible. Right. So you leave Why? the six and a half because now the six and a half is going to stay six and a half all the time. You're just going to go to minus 160, minus 180, and you're going to lower the payout for the same game parlays. You're trying to direct everybody to the same game parlays. You don't want them using the seven with the less price. You want them using a six and a half with the gigantic juice to lower the parlay payout. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, there's no good explanation okay. at all. This all would right. be one of those things that you're sitting there in the book going, this is more trouble than it's worth. People are asking good questions, and I have nothing but bad answers. It stinks. It would be so much easier if it was just one number. It's not. It's, I mean, part of it is probably to confuse people too. Hmm. I couldn't figure it out. I just bet the six and a half minus 145. Right. And I was just like, you want to give me a better number? Okay. I was like, the world was. So you could bet that straight? Yes. That's my point. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. I was so confused by it. Well, I mean, if they're charging 15 cents for buying it, that's all you're doing. It's an alternative. I get it. It's it's an alternative, but nobody else on the planet is doing this, Dave. You You can't get a six and a half. You couldn't get a seven last night in Vegas. There was nobody in Vegas. Everyone was at seven and a half in the first half because the Eagles are seven and zero straight up and seven and zero against the spread so far in the first half this year. 
They kill everybody in the first half. They suck in the second half. They're amazing out of the gates. This is a very well-known fact. Everyone's on the Eagles first half tonight. I'm completely running with everybody else, but I'm seeing seven and seven and a halves at minus 130 or seven and a half at minus 125, minus mm-hmm. 120, minus 115, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. Or I get six and a half and I'm paying 145 juice. I get that, but it's a point difference. Well, no, it's a half a point difference. No, seven and a half to six and a half. Oh, so that's a point difference. It's um, a point, the point difference between what most books in Vegas are at versus what FanDuel is at <laughs> for the first half is just juice to holy hell. But normally you don't see alternative spreads for first half. First numbers. half. Well, and again, this might be a Pat boost. This might be in Pat's boost. Like this might be somebody's boost that they put in this number to get more eyes on it, more handle on it. And they're really okay. to just do it. Like, Books that are actually booking stuff for book purposes, like to try to make money and not marketing and all these other things, are moving the number. Other places are putting this involved in same-game parlays. The, the fact that surprises me the most is that you could just straight bet it. But it doesn't because you could buy it a half a point anyway, and the price is the same. So now you're messed up. You know what they just did? They just went to seven and a half. They just moved the six and a half number 10 minutes ago. It was six and a half. Cause I have it up on the screen. It's seven and a half right now. <laughs> it's they flipped over. They had the minus seven. They just flipped the same game parlay eligible number to seven and a half. You keep telling me nobody's watching the fucking show. <laughs> Guys this are watching is, the show. What the hell? Sharon, happened? John Sharon, you can come on the show oh. if you want. Anybody in the room? Wow. Listen, I don't know where you're at. I don't know who you are, but just fucking just come on the show and explain it's it yourself. Now, it's now seven and a half in the show. Minus one ten. It was six and a half all the way up till 1030 this morning. It was, it was I was I have it up on my screen to talk about this because I knew we were talking about it at 1030. I went and found it while we were talking, knowing the rundown we were going to get into. I pulled it up. It was six and a half minus one forty-five. Now it's seven and a half minus one ten. Did it, it didn't go to seven. It went to seven and a half. That's the right number. Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. You think I, we're fucking around when I say people are watching the show? I know people are watching the show. Just say thank you. Buy the wow. meat. Wow. Send us a check. Consulting fee. We need it. Send I it. Can't believe that just happened. <laughs> think I'm so, kidding. Wow. So now why? So now what it is? Because that you can still now get seven. Now just been wrong. So they put the wrong number up. It was a mistake. No, they had it six and a half. That's what it was at the beginning of the week when they put in the first halves. When they put it in Tuesday or Wednesday, it was six and a half because the line was not. I mean, don't forget, people opened this game nine. Right. Philly minus nine. Yeah, no, it's 14. <laughs> it's fucking 14. <laughs> so you got to move the first half with the game. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I cannot believe it. So I apologize if you guys were waiting for better to book it on that. That that bet's dramatically gone just to pick a tenant last night. But that, that bet's long gone now. It's a whole point, totally different juice. Thanks See you coming. later. Six and a halfs are all oh, gone. Nice. Did the pros jump on that, do you think? Did someone expose that? Because you could bet it individually. Someone's like, thank you. I'll bet when it's 145, six and a half, and I'll hammer it. Listen, if you could put it in same game parlays, you don't have to bet it straight. You could put it in same game parlays. And have the best of the number with that, with any everything else. So six and a half plus money. That's, line what, the, that's what the assassins do. Like okay. the, the the sneaky guys, they load up and send 
$120 parlays with that and everything else. Wow. You know? So the one interesting piece to this game tonight is that Brandon Cooks is not going to play. Brandon Cooks is out for, quote, personal reasons because he wanted to be traded. The Texans didn't trade him. So he's just like, eh, I'm not playing tonight. This is where we're at now with athletes. It's like they can pick and choose when they want to play, when they don't want to play. Do it in the NBA every night. Yeah, I don't want to play. I, I, I don't want to play. So I'm not playing. Like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, no, I, don't, I want to be traded. Personal reasons. I'm not going to be available for this offense. That's disgustingly bad anyway. And now Brandon Cooks is like, oh, you want me? I, yeah, I don't want to play anymore. I'm good. My knee hurts, man. <laughs> I ain't playing. Personal reasons. He missed practice. Just didn't show up. Didn't trade him. Just didn't. I, I'm not going to work today. I'm out. Without knowing exactly what's going on, because we've we've had this. Well, he tweeted out after the trade deadline that he didn't get traded. He was like, I'm done. He said, I said I'm done being nice. I'm done being a team player. I'm all about me now, is what he said. Well, at some point in life, you got to make those decisions. And the thing about playing in the NFL is you, you could be done on every play. Every play could next play could be your last. So you got to, at some point, make a business decision. I I mean, I don't, I don't blame the guys, but like, why did it have to get to this point? Listen, trade them. Brandon, we're not fucking trading you. Do you want to play or not? Because I got six guys, three here and three on the practice squad that I can call that are going to play and take your spot. It's up to you. We want you to play. You're a big part of what we do here. Or guess what? You don't have to play. You can stay home and you decide. I mean, that's at some point you have to make that decision as the coach, as the organization. Why do you got to wait for this to happen? The chat's like he's got the Houston flu. (laughs) Stop playing. Don't want to play. Wow. I mean, it's, I almost bet his unders. I was like, I want him to play because I wanted to bet bet his unders, but because he knew he wasn't getting the ball. He was not getting the ball. There was no way they were going to give him the football tonight if he played. So I was like, hammer Brandon Cook's unders. But I thought this might happen because he didn't practice yesterday. I was like, mm, he may just not even play. Yep. See, like that's exactly why a lot of books don't do a lot of props. Because for a day yesterday, you're sitting in a book going, why is everybody betting this Cook's guy under? What the hell is going on? I moved the number. It's fucking 18 yards receiving. Bet it under. 15 yep. under. 12 under. What the hell is going on? Oh, he might not play. Well, if it takes one snap, all the bets are live. Exactly. So you just that's need why to take one snap. <laughs> huh. That's the house rules. You got to yep. play one snap. Oh. So that's, oh. That, was the, that was my hope or my watch. Like, okay, he's not getting the football. They're probably going to bench him, but will he get on the field? That would be I was like, get him on the field to keep every bet live. And oh. then it's like, eh, he's probably not going to play. And so I didn't bet it because I don't think he's going to play, but Cook's under tonight would have been fun. All right. So you mentioned the Eagles are minus 14 tonight. Total yep. is 45 and a half. This is yep. crazy. The number keeps on rising. Total is not. <laughs> right. Eagles keep on becoming a bigger favorite, yet the total is not being re- reflective of that. No. Any interest in either side of this? Side or total no. in this game? I mean, not particularly, no. I, I mean, it's the first leg of every teaser. Mm. I think, t- you know, this is... How many people are talking about when are the Eagles going to lose? Like, not tonight. Like, not tonight? Not tonight. No, no chance? No chance they lose. Big chance they don't cover. 
big chance of a backdoor. I want no part of the second half of this game. I still use these sheets for all the other shows and stuff, right? This is the sheets with all the, I highlight stuff. I take notes. I write numbers down. When I don't like a game, I put a line through it. This is a line through it game for me. I don't, I don't want nothing. I'm 14 on the road. Ralph Michaels is tweeting at me and telling me to double digit dogs on Thursday nights since 2001. Do you know the record for double digit dogs on Thursday night or double digit favorites? Oh, okay. Double digit favorites covering on Thursday nights since 2001. I'm going to blow you away with this number. How many times do you think they cover? Tell me how many times they've been double digits first. This is the other part of the question. How many times do you think it's even happened? Yeah. Thursday night game since 2001. Give me a ballpark number. How many 16 games? games, right? Thursday nights. Say 16? 16 games times 20 years. So 16 times 20 is 320 games. How many times do you think there's been a double-digit favorite on Thursday nights? That's one. 20 question. times. 27 is the answer. Okay. Number of times they've covered, I'm going to say eight. 21 and six. Oof. Double-digit favorites have covered on Thursday nights. Buy it. I mean, because essentially what you're looking at is two, two, I mean, good team, team good team versus bad team Kaka. and short week to prep. So bad team can't fix bad teams problems. Good team just runs what good team does. They run base, nothing exotic. And they win the game going away. I buy, I buy that. Sure. That, that makes sense. Yep. I mean, the Eagles winning by two touchdowns tonight is not going to be a shock. Winning by everybody by two touchdowns. If they win this game like 20 to three, I'm not going to be stunned. Somebody put it Trent Junk, team total, Texans interest under. Under. Only only thing you'd bet is under. But but the reason why I didn't bet it was because of the backdoor possibility in the fourth quarter when the Eagles are up huge and they don't care anymore. Oh, the old Northwestern. Got you last week. Because the Texans are at home. So the Texans are going to play hard all the way to the end. They're going to coach hard all the way to the end. How did I almost cover my teaser on Sunday? Because I scored a touchdown with 13 seconds to go to lose by seven. I mean, it's this is the possibility with the Eagles because they could be up and they don't care. (sighs) They're just like, whatever, go ahead and score. We want to win the game. We don't care how many points you win the game by. Happened with the Titans. Titans were up 17 to three. They didn't care if they won 17 to 10. Right. <laughs> they didn't care. Think anybody in Houston is going to be watching this game with the game five of the World Series going on at the same time? Yeah, I'm going to guess that this ticket is probably the easiest Texans ticket of the year to get. <laughs> I, I bet you can you can go to this game pretty quickly and easily. If you want to go to this football game, you're going to be able to get in pretty cheaply to this game. They're going to have the, the Astros game on a TV somewhere? In there? Probably like in the suites. Right. But that's about it. I don't think anywhere else. Like maybe the concourse, but like if you do that, you're inviting fans to not be at their seats to watch the game. And <laughs> maybe refreshments. True. It does keep them in the sell ballpark. Some, it it, it does some sell stuff. some refreshments. It does, yeah. but it's it's kind of a I don't know. The McNair family not really inclined <laughs> to help. The Astros out to help them get more. Oh, really? There's a little bit of an acrimonious relationship? Not acrimonious, but it's more like what type of town is it? Because baseball gets crapped on so heavily as a sport in Houston. Ooh. It's so football everything. Despite their success? Yeah, 790 is the home of the Astros. The ratings for 790 are nothing compared to 610, home of the Texans. 
and 610, Ooh. even when they suck, even when the Texans are awful, 610 still the number one station in Houston. So it's, there's no real, it's they, all they football, got a good football. baseball team. I mean, they've yep. been good for years now, but it's very akin on the flip to the, what, what the Red Sox and the Patriots were for a long time. Patriots were winning back-to-back Super Bowls, but the Red Sox in 2003 dominated, dominated. Right. Everybody well, watched that was baseball. the first time. Oh, it's totally different now. Totally different now. Okay. But but okay. then, because it hasn't had the, the generational flip hadn't happened yet, everyone was talking Red Sox, Red Sox. Oh, Patriots won back to back Super Bowls. Oh, 03, 04, this is great. Oh, 01, 03, I guess. Oh, 01, 03, this was great. But oh, 03, 04, it was WEI's ratings were monster. Everybody home in the Red Sox. Patriots were like, okay, yeah, they're, that's cute. You won a couple Super Bowls, whatever. Red Sox, Red Sox. Now it's totally different. Now it's not even, now everything is crazy. But it's just on the flip. In Houston, it's all still football, even with the Texans being bad. Astros are great. Kids don't grow up going, I want to be a baseball player in Texas. Some do. They, they put 20,000 fans into a Katy High School stadium. Well, that's true. That's high school football high school draws 20,000 yeah. people. So if you're a kid who's 10 years old and you're growing up in Katy, Texas, you're dreaming about being the starting quarterback for Katy High. Right. Not the starting shortstop for Katie High. <laughs> People are saying do the Philly special parlay. Not parlay a bad idea. Eagles, Phillies, or the Houston parlay. Good uh, luck. Trent Junk said the Houston money line parlay tonight pays almost 10 to 1. Doesn't pay anything, Trent, because it's going to lose. <laughs> Texans are winning tonight. <laughs> We wouldn't have dressed like this if we'd have thought the yeah, Texans yeah. had a shot. Texans are not winning tonight. Now, again, the cover is definitely in play. And the over is in play, too, by the way. If, if the Texans team total is not going to be much, what the, the that's Eagles go, that's play it on themselves? 38 to 10? It's going over. I'm not touching. I watched almost the entire Texans-Titans game, okay? I quoted you yesterday. I said... I said my co-host on Boston versus the book said it set back football 50 years. The Texans defense is absolutely <laughs> asshole gross. Okay. It is absolutely nasty. Their offense is inept. Davis Mills is clueless. Okay. They have no idea what they are doing. What are you doing? The, 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 it is, they are the worst team in the NFL. There is not even a question in my mind. They are the worst team in the NFL. Wow. And the Eagles are the best team in the NFL at the moment. Oh. So this is the ultimate contrarian spot. This is the ultimate zag spot. If you are a contrarian, you have a chance to stand up there by yourself on top of that mountain and scream plus 14 till you're blue in the face. I'll okay. 14. And coming up 14. tonight at 10 o'clock Pacific time, you very well might be waving a victory flag or you may have fallen on your face really hard from a high, a high, you know, mountaintop. Oh, it's oh. because I don't know. Everyone is betting against the Texans. Because their rush defense, Dave, gives up 5.6 yards a rush. 5.6. Every time a team runs the football, it takes two rushes, first down. Two rushes, first down. It's on pretty good average. if you're rushing the ball for that. That's good. Miles Sanders over tonight. Cool. Okay. Okay. R- rushing yards over. See what you're doing? I mean, it is. Their secondary isn't. The, the funny thing is. 
the numbers for the Texans defensively in their secondary actually aren't that bad because teams have such an easy time running the football. They're like, why, why pass? It's easier just to run the ball and run eight rushes, touchdown, eight rushes, touchdown. I don't need to throw the football. I mean, Malik Willis threw two passes in the entire second half, Dave. <laughs> two in the entire second half. <laughs> Derrick Henry ran for 200 plus yards. I mean, it was like watching a high school varsity team play, play up against, against a team. freshman team. They couldn't stop it. It was just bigger bodies, bigger people. Just, I'm going to go left. I'm going to go right. Nine yards, 15 yards, eight yards, I was yards, on that freshman yards. team. I was on that freshman team back then. That's that's when I quit playing football. I'm like, this sucks. I used to run at, against us all the time. You get blasted. I was playing linebacker. And the guard would come out and destroy me. I'm like, this kid is a, it's a mountain of a dude. I'm getting killed. It sucks to be that. Yep. And that's what the Texans had happened to them. Oh, God. And this running attack for the Eagles is good, but their passing attack's even better at the moment. They're not going to cover A.J. Brown. He's going to be wide open all night long. Boys in the chat are posting the final scores, 41 to 3. Yeah, I'm serious. If the Eagles, I, I think the Eagles name their score. I really do. I think the Eagles say how much do they want to win by. My problem is in the second half, whatever happens at halftime for that team, they're two different teams. In the right. first half, they kill everyone. Right. In the second half, they let everyone back in the game. So, like, this is the ultimate 30 to nothing halftime score. And in the fourth quarter, you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, it's 33 to 20. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> that's aggravating. Is right. Yeah. And, and like, that's why I bet the first half. I'm like, I want no part of this Eagles second half because uh, I've seen uh, it uh, before uh, this year uh, where they've allowed teams to come back. It's why they're not seven and ATS on the season being undefeated. They're seven and ATS in the first half, <laughs> not the year. Cause in the second half, they're a different football team. Right. So Texans team total is in jeopardy second half. Right. I couldn't find it last night, a team total in the first half. Anybody ever do anyone do that? I was searching for books. You guys find that. I think Texans team total first half under, I like. If you can find it. I know there's a total in the first half, but not a team total for the first half. 29 and a half first half team total. Or to first that's half total. team total. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 14 of that. Um no, is that right? What was the number in the first half for? Is it 13 and a half Houston team total? In the first half? Because I thought I saw 14. Maybe I did find that last night. I didn't like it because 14 was the first half team total first half. Maybe I did find it. I didn't like it. Because uh, I thought two touchdowns. I was like, mm. because there's actually, I was looking at some of our AI on the back end. And there's right. actually some numbers that suggest a, a Texans win tonight. A Texans win. Yeah. The, the offering same game parlays using Texans money line as a, as a, it was, it's like a 50 to one return on a same game parlay. What? I was like, no, not touching that. Not going anywhere near that, but there is some, I mean, it's just the ultimate, it's just the ultimate screw you spot, right? This is, this is, Panthers bucks bucks were on the road. Panthers just fired their coach. Panthers were 17 or 13 point dogs. They won the game outright. Now comparing the Eagles to the bucks are two very different entities at the moment, but we have seen teams of this size spreads of this nature lose outright this year. 
There are so many bets. It's so annoying to find Res. anything. Yeah. Like yeah. when you just go to look at these menus, I'm, I'm literally trying to search for a team total and there's too much to bet on. It's entire. It's it's terrible. Yeah. Going through the Texans total points. Here you go. Same game parlay eligible. Fifteen and a half for the game. For the game. Fifteen and a half. What's the first half? Oh, I, I just looked. Right. For it's, all it's, this I, 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 it's hard, right? It's, not, it's hard to I find. It should be if you cut it in half. <laughs> it should be eight, but oh. or, or nine. But I, my I, guess I, is it's probably ten. Half. Hold on, I gotta find first half. First half, total points, first half, Texans, total points, seven. Seven. There you go. Seven. Actually enticing to bet the over on that. Minus a quarter over right now. Yeah, it's actually enticing to bet the over on that. In one touchdown drive or one interception fumble, something for a short field. First half, Eagles, 14 and a half, under minus 120. Yeah, the books think this game's going under. Tell their price. Uh, blowouts. I mean, everybody wants to, you know, it's it's hard to, to get an over when one team doesn't contribute. You just saw it two nights in a row with the baseball. Yeah. 27-10, something like that. Check the chat, Dave. Sorry, Chef Benny. I'm trying to find the sh- stuff myself. The boys are telling me six and a half to seven and a half book dependent. Thanks, Zach the Hat. Six and a half a DK plus 120. Ooh. Jacob, thank you. Whitrock, Texans team total first half, six and a half. Second half is seven and a half. But the game at Fandles, 15 and a half. How are they scoring more than 15 and a half points? Can you please add seven and a half and six and a half for me, please? Let me ask. That's what I'm saying. It's, just, <laughs> it's 14. No matter how you add it up, six and a half and seven and a half is 14. Fandle, if you're going to correct the stuff after you're watching the show, just fix it. Just send us a check. I just don't understand. I don't mind helping you out. First half plus second half doesn't equal the game. I don't understand. Oh, make no sense. (laughs) I don't understand. It's just uh, sometimes math. I'm bad at math, but I'm not that bad at math. Well, right. That's that's something. Okay. Uh, Some NBA stuff to get to. Yes. The Warriors have, I'm sorry, the uh, Lakers have won two games in a row. Look out, baby. We're and back. Are, and now people are betting on the Lakers to win it all. You can bet them with me. Number. I'm booking no games. People for the government's watch. I ain't booking nothing. BetMGM I mean, is in. now deciding to put the numbers are coming down on the Lakers to win the NBA championship after back-to-back wins for the LA Lakers. Come on in. Come on in. I'll come pick you up. I'll send Peralt's plane after he wins the Powerball. We'll come fly, <laughs> pick you up. You come bring the bag. Bet the Lakers to win it all. Good luck. See you later. It's one of those games. It's one of those, you know, they can't lose them all situations, right? Did you see how they even got to the overtime? I did not. I just saw the final score. The Pelicans are up three yeah. with no time left on the clock. Okay. They throw an inbound pass. To a guy named Matt Ryan. Yep. I don't know who Matt Ryan is, the basketball player, <laughs> but that's who the, catches the ball and throws up a Hail Mary. He ca- he literally has like 1.8 seconds left on the clock. Looks down at his feet. He is behind the three-point line. He throws it up from the, the corner completely across the court and hits a Hail Mary three to tie the game to then go to overtime. For the Lakers? For the Lakers. Yeah. I think that's the kid that was from the G League last year that they kept because he could hit threes. 
That's he hit it. I don't understand when you're up three with 1.8 seconds left, how one, the guy could catch the ball. You're supposed to fucking foul. Yes. I do not understand if you foul before anything happens, it's two shots. There ain't enough time to win the game for the other team. Well, there is. The Pelicans were make, you, make the, you make the first miss. Make and miss and then tip and, and all yeah. that other stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it you can, can happen. It can happen. It's hard. You want to make it harder. You want them to have to do two things than one thing. Yes, exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. In college basketball, I'm actually against it, though. I don't like the foul up three in college basketball because you're asking a college kid to not make a four-point play mistake. Fair. NBA, different story. Foul the guy. It's men. NBA should figure out how, to, guy. Not, yes, how to not allow the shot to go up. Grab him, hug him, do whatever you got to do. Make sure that shot's not going up. <laughs> like You just make sure that shot has no chance. Jacob Houston said he played five total minutes last year for Boston. Matt Ryan. Okay. G League guy. Yeah. I, I don't even know who to He can is. shoot. I, th- I think that's the kid who could shoot three. That's why they kept him because they needed three-point shooting. Either way, the Lakers, okay, they get it to overtime. They win a game in overtime. It's great. The Lakers are back. Are you serious? Like, what would you bet them with free money? No. Why? To and win the NBA championship? You've got 29 other options. That are probably as long or better shots. And on top of it, Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K, just said the Pelicans missed two free throws before the Hail Mary three. And then lost in overtime. Yeah. Yikes, Pelicans. And Zion played last night, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Not good, good, good. Jazz covered again. They only covered the last number. They didn't cover them early numbers. Three and a half, four and a half. They lost by six. They covered the closing number, though. The, the, the last number, and I don't even know who got that. But yes, they did. The Jazz, are, are they tanking? No. <laughs> no. They're pushing. I mean, I pushing. Basketball. I don't, I mean, Memphis, yikes. What, I mean, whoa. Uh, oh, I mean, Memphis was up a lot of that game. They're still so fun to watch. I really am. Jabane played. Yep. All this bullshit before the game. He's playing. He's not this, that, man. I don't know who to listen to. I don't know who to follow on Twitter. I don't know where to get the injury information. The books are ridiculous. Oh, God. Look at this. What? I just got a text about the van. Bad news? I don't know. Water pump? 800. Thanks for coming. The door is broken. I've been putting off that. That's another 800. Two dime bill. What am I going to say to her? I'll tell, text her after the show. <sighs> Herzing, we'll, we'll use my guys. See if see what we can do with that. We might be able to help out with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. where it's a Ford, right? Uh, yeah. We might be able to have Ford, Ford Transit van. We might we'll be able to do we, It's a truck engine. I don't know. The truck it's, engine. It's, 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 it's a big F. Yeah, uh, F-150 F-150 engine. It's a, tr- it's, a, it's, it's a truck engine that you have in there. So mm-hmm. we, we, we might be able to figure something out for you. Um, Warriors minus nine against the Magic. Touching this tonight? Hell no. <laughs> I can't believe this. The Warriors are in a rut. It's a long road trip they're on, right? Well, they just, they're just they look bad. They just haven't. I mean, they've. They're under 500. 
I mean, this is a. This I don't a know what I'm getting with that team for night, uh-uh. night right now. I right? mean, it's probably the residual effect as to what happened with the Jordan Poole situation. I mean, you know, Draymond Green. I supposedly the, the relationship just is it's it's frayed. It's not good right now. No, I mean, why would it be? Given what's going on, they're three and five. Lost three games in a row. Every game on this road trip, they've lost. 13 right. to the Hornets, 14 to the Pistons, seven to the Heat. And now they're laying nine points against the Magic? <laughs> I mean, what is this? This is, uh, I, there's no explanation. I don't know. I This is a Thursday night in the NBA with supposed good team, public team against bad team, and another supposed good team against supposed bad team, both teams tanking, not tanking, good team, like who's playing, who's not, I have no idea. This is two games that I'm looking at where I would be sitting at work going, nobody knows shit today in the NBA for sure. I don't know whether to play over. I don't know whether to play under. I certainly wouldn't be laying nine and a half pregame. Have you seen Benchera play yet? Uh, Only highlights. So he's averaging 21, seven, and three and a half as a rookie. They're one and seven. I can't wait to see what Paulo does tonight. This is the only reason why to watch this game. Because when you start putting this kid up against that level of talent, now I want to see what he's able to do. Now I want to see, is this what he's doing? Because right now it's rookie of the year and he's, it's over. Like he's, it's not even a conversation. He's, he's taking this trophy home. He scored 21, 29, 21, 18, and 15 points over the last five games, playing 34, 37, 27, 32, and 37 minutes. Four of those five games being losses. Ooh. Four, eight, 12, three, and eight rebounds, two, four, seven, four, and two assists. I mean, this dude is playing big minutes, and they have hit the lottery literally with this dude from Duke. He can play. No doubt. Step right in the game, right in the league. He can play. <laughs> He's such a physical specimen, too. We saw him last year here. Mm. And the first night I went with Kylie, and we were literally courtside watching him warm up. And she goes, who's that guy? And I'm like, He's the guy. Mm. And she's like, what do you mean? He just looks different. Physically, he was a man. Mm. And then watching him play, he has that uh, I-D-G-A-F. Oh, yes. All about it. Uh Uh-huh. 6'10", 250. As a four. Beast. Big boy. (laughs) He's a big boy. Yeah, he if you want to if you're watching basketball tonight, that's the one player to watch. Otherwise, I think that I'd be mad. I think the Warriors are gonna be in for a dogfight. Only one other game. We'll touch on it quickly. Denver is laying six and a half points on the road at Oklahoma City. I haven't been able to figure out Denver yet. Nobody has. Are they good? Are they good or are they bad? What what is Denver? I don't know. A team that you don't want covering. Like, I mean, this is how you laying points on a road with Denver. Like it's, 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 this screams, I, again, just sit in the book and take the bets. I mean, their Nobody's losses this year, the dogs. their losses this year are to the Jazz, the yep. Blazers, and the Lakers. Right. All Three? on the road? All on the road? Yes, on the road. And this game's on the road. At the Thunder. 
So good luck laying it. Right? Have fun with that. I mean, that's what is that number? Like that's a that's a trap right there. Ah, oh, Denver's gonna kill. Okay, of course. Of course, they may cover. They're going to make you sweat. This is no double-digit easy win, all right? This is going to make you sweat coming down to the end. Foul up eight. Boom, boom, boom. Win by six, win by seven. It's going to fall right. It's, if Denver wins this game, they could lose the way they're, they've been going. But if they win this game, it's by five, six, seven, or eight. And you can you can enjoy that sweat. I don't need that. Let's run through some hockey games quickly for tonight. Yep. Uh, Bruins and the Rangers tonight. Rangers oh are favored minus 134 oh here. Total is six. Bruins continue to have the hottest offense in the game, but six here. I think Swayman's playing in net, though, <laughs> for the Bruins. That's why the Rangers are so heavily favored. <laughs> Can't figure out why the total is not six and a half. Well, didn't uh, Swayman got hurt in the last game? Didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah, so Swayman against the Penguins had to come. Swayman started, had to come out, right? Or no, Swayman had to come in, and he got hurt. So they because they pulled the original guy, and he came in and was in the game when they come ended up coming back and winning. Um, I don't know Swayman's status for this game. Hold on, looking at um, Swayman got hurt. No way he's playing. Jimmy Jack confirms. Okay. Uh, I was looking at start dailyfaceup.com is a great site for goaltenders. Goalie information. They post, yeah, they post like confirmed, unconfirmed, likely. Right. Yep. Um, left wing lock has been my go to for years. Olmark. Okay. So Olmark is in, and it's, yeah, it's, you're striking against Olmark. Okay. Better. I, I, uh, still minus 134, though. That's weird that, that the Rangers are still big favorites, favorites in this game. Right. They've won three games in a row, though. Bruins have I mean, won six games in a row. Right. Huge game in the hockey. It's the best Linus game the national TV. Linus is confirmed. Yep. Okay. Linus so it's always yeah. so is so is just Yeah. Um, so it's total six minus one ten yep. on both sides. Yep. Minus one thirty-five, minus one forty. Yep. For the Rangers. Really? <laughs> it's not Bruins are the hottest team in hockey. What? It's not personal. Hey, yo, Matt, Matt, you're, uh, you're, yep. you're doing that pixelation thing. So pop out and pop back in real quick, please. Pop out and pop back in. So I get to sit here and tell you why the Rangers are the play before he comes back in because he's getting mad because the Bruins keep winning games and they're underdogs every time. He's got my brother now. They're planning a golf outing. With these <laughs> Penguins beating the Bruins or Bruins beating the Penguins. And now the Rangers we talked about them before the season being one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. I'd argue this is a smaller favorite than it maybe should be because the Bruins have been really good. No? Smaller favorite than they should be? Yeah, the Rangers should be like are, minus 145. The Rangers are favored. I know. They should be minus 145. They're not. They're minus the Bruins have won six games in a row. That's right. So you want to? You think they should be a bigger favorite because the Rangers have won three games in a row and the Bruins have won six games in a row? I think the Rangers are a better hockey team than the Bruins right now. Right now, What's Igor, you, you share pen boys are all lost here when it comes to hockey. What are you doing, Igor? What are you two doing? You two do you think both. the Bruins are going to win today? I'm not betting it. Is but it yes. better book it? No. Oh, damn it. Now, I, I looked at this. I almost bet this game over. I came real close to betting this game over. I think I like that. 
But I at the time I thought Swayman was playing. Now it's Olmark. So four two, yeah. four three. Winning team gets four, no? Rangers are averaging three goals a game. The Bruins are averaging four point three goals a game. Cannot explain what's going on with the Bruins offense. I cannot explain any of it. They're scoring a lot of goals every game. Best offense in the game. Fucking pains me to agree with you with that, but <laughs> it you're is absolutely fucking right about it. Right now, it's the best offense in the game. Right it's now, it's very good. They're scoring a lot of goals. Right now, they're just you know they're really hard to keep off the ice in scoring. You know, they look energized. They look really, really good. So, I don't know. I think the overs are playing that game, but I'm not betting it. Carolina Sebastian versus Tampa. Anthony wants to know if we'll be discussing the World Cup in a few weeks. Yes, we will be discussing the World Cup. Most likely, it's not going to be us giving, you, giving, you, giving you picks, though. Yes, we will. We'll have guests on who will probably do it for us. Very well, well I mean, we'll be able to decipher some of the numbers and some of the lines. We're going to be talking to people throughout. We'll know what the public sides are and all that stuff. We'll yeah, just the return of Dubsy is highly likely for that. We'll address it. Oh, um, God. We Carolina, we got BTB on call too for that. He's a soccer guy. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Carolina Carmine, Carmine Bianco is a huge soccer guy and he's a friend of the show. So oh, he'll beautiful. come on as right. well. So we, 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 we got, got soccer guys. Carolina versus Tampa. I have a bet on the total and better to book it. Who wins this game? You have a bet on the total. I don't know. The damn lines pick them. I mean, it's right. literally pick them. That's why I'm asking who wins. First thought, Carolina, mm-hmm. but what the Agreed. hell do I know? No, I agree. I don't like what I'm seeing out of Tampa earlier this year. Igor's not Igor. Or we no, got confirmation uh, of the goalies in that one? I, yeah, last night it was confirmed. It's Vasilevsky. Um, Anderson is likely Vasilevsky's confirmed. Oh. <sighs> It's harder to figure out who's playing in the NBA, but when they don't give you the goalie information, it's so hard to bet the hockey. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a huge drop off. Um, well, for the, I mean, for the Hurricanes, yes, right. The and and for well for Tampa too for both teams, but Vasilevsky's playing for Tampa, so we're good there, right? Anderson most likely is playing. You have a bet on the total in this game. I'm guessing you bet under. I'm going to guess. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Okay. All right. Vegas against Ottawa tonight on the road. Golden Knights. Number's, a little, number's a little light, is it not? I would agree. Number's a little light. So I want to talk about it. It's like. What the hell? Um, okay. It's gone up to 150, so it's rising. But where Ottawa, in the hell is it 150? FanDuel just went to 154. It was 150 literally a second ago. Now it's 154. <laughs> we're literally. <laughs> I mean, we're moving the numbers. We're not even making the bets. As we're talking about it, mine's 150. Now it's 154 for the Golden Knights tonight. Yeah, it just, it just literally moved <laughs> to my really... odds screen at DraftKings. Went to minus 145. And William Hill Caesars went to minus 140 while we're talking. You said it's a little light. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and it moved. That's funny. Yeah, they said move. it's a little light. Move it eight cents. Boom. Move it five cents. Boom. Of course. Well, we talked about it the other night when they were in Washington, right? The Knights. You had it overnight at minus 120. The thing closed at minus 165. And somehow they won the game. Oh, down 2-1 so, with the whole the second and third periods. Right. Up, so, overtime goal. Boom. So you know? is this embedded or book it with you? Nope. No. No. You don't want to live dangerously again and take the Knights? Mm-mm. I feel this like is an awesome crazy. night tonight for me to watch hockey and see if I'm reading the board correctly. 
This is not a betting game. This is not a betting night. I, I have enough things to bet on tonight. I got college football. I have NFL football. I have the World Series. I got plenty of things to bet on. NBA, NHL. I, yeah. I, Why I'm is gonna, nobody tweeting about this being the equinox? All these people in the sports gambling. It's a great media. question. It is. It's an absolute. Like you equinox. did it all last week and whatever the shit was. We got the game again. We got the NFL. We got college football. We got all this yep. shit. Five sports we going. about it today. Is MLS still playing? Somehow I, people tried to. Just put that in place into the, I was laughing at that. I was like, um, can we please stop trying to make that a thing? Uh, but yeah, that was, that's their thing. Vegas. Yes. I had the Bruins at Ottawa and they lost outright. So that's why I'm not betting this because Vegas may go up there and lose too. Correct. So, Ottawa's live. I, I, I hold their tough. If, if you were laying this price, I would need to confirm the goalies and stuff, but I, I would say Ottawa's live. But listen, Vegas may be living right. This may be one of those trips that start out early in the season. They win that game the other night when they're not supposed to win. They could win two or three of these in a row like that. But I'm not looking to lay the price. I mean, if it goes up, which it's going up right now as we speak, I can't believe this. I mean, Circa just moved at three cents. <laughs> Why? Just because? On air? On air? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't interesting. know. interesting. So we did not talk about this yet this week because we had a a ton of things going on. So we can touch on it now here on a Thursday. Mm. Tennessee is now the number one team in the country. The first official college football poll comes out. Such bullshit. Tennessee is one. Ohio state is two and Georgia is three. Is Tennessee the best team in the country today? They got the best win. They beat Alabama. Do you know how mad Georgia is going into this game? Oh, if I'm if I'm Josh Heupel, yeah. do you know how mad I am that this is what they put us at? You have the defending champions. Yeah, you're going on the road. They ain't to played their, nobody yet. You're going on the road to their place. You're going to Athens, Alabama, Athens, Georgia, to play between the hedges. Yes, to take on Georgia. Yes, and guess who has the one next to their name? Not the Bulldogs. <laughs> the orange team. Everybody, do me a favor. Keep on betting Tennessee. Please bet them, bet them, bet them. Give me six. Give me seven and a half. Give me eight. Give me give me a, a workable number, please. Well, worked out so well with Alabama, didn't it? This is look, I fine. I'm gonna die in the hill, but George is gonna fucking kill him. I'm just just, what? just I'm just just saying it. I'm just putting it out. I'm just saying Are you it. Really? This is this is the public of public, and I tell you, if LSU wins this, what's the public of public last time? If Tennessee wins this game, they're LSU 2.0, and I was wrong in LSU the entire year until they That's played the in the championship thing. game, and mm-hmm. I finally jumped on them and made the bet, and they won. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I, I was I finally believed in LSU when they won the damn thing. I'm not buying Tennessee beating Georgia. I'm not buying it, and I'm not buying them covering either. Oh. I'm not buying this. I'm not buying 90% of the money. I'm not buying any. This number's coming down. Oh. Pros versus Joe's 2.0. This is the exact thing that happens when it evens itself out. The Tennessee-Bama game, they were at home in that game. This is on the road. Mm. Different story. Mm. Defending champs. Mm. Guess what happens if you hit Stenson Bennett the way that you hit um, Bryce Young? Flag, 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 okay. Flags are going to be thrown on Tennessee. George. Okay. You're not getting the breaks you got. That pass interference call stands. 
Or, or sorry, no, actually, it doesn't, stand, doesn't get called. Doesn't get called. Doesn't get called. That guy That's came in from Knoxville, Memphis, yeah. wherever he came from, and threw that flag three seconds late. Ain't happening. They ain't getting that call down there, son. So here on a Thursday, Tennessee's plus eight and a half. You like the public? You like the pros? Super stay away from me. I swear, I don't. I got Uncle Charlie in my ear. He's sending me texts every 30 minutes about Tennessee and how they're going to win this game outright. He's been on them for weeks. Uncle, Uncle Charlie was the one game that he stood on a table he was dead wrong on, though. He didn't, even, didn't he text you and apologize for the last time he was sitting on a table saying he was dead right. He was, he was on the Padres and he was dead wrong. He was on the Padres to beat the Phillies. He was yeah. a baseball, but he's been on his Tennessee. He's got tickets on on Hooker to win the Heisman at a ridiculous number. I think it's sixty to one or eighty to one. Fair. He's got all the Tennessee to win it all tickets on ridiculous numbers. I mean, I don't know until I see the beginning of the game. Like we knew when we were watching that game. And you called it right before it happened. Like, if this goes like Tennessee's going to win, like we could see it. I can't see it now. Georgia's supposed to win this game and, and, you know, exercise their authority. But I mean, these these things happen. If this was the game, this is at Tennessee, I'd buy this. Does Georgia have to win to get in the playoff? They have to win, right? If they lose, Tennessee's in. Alabama runs a table. Say Alabama beats Tennessee in the in the we SEC did this. championship. We did this. Yes, yeah. and both Alabama and Tennessee Georgia's are in out. And Georgia's out. Yeah, I don't Fair. see any other way Georgia can get in. It has so many ramifications. How are they going to? I mean, they're going to lose this game. Game's going over, is it not? Going probably. Over. Probably going over. over. Probably going over. I don't know. Probably. It's hold on. Woj just tweeted something about Embiid. What did he tweet? James Harden injured out for a month. Yep. Rogenator just came up with that. Yeah, just been just sorry. Just saw I want it. James Harden, right foot tendon strain out oh, a month. Man, these people in the chat want you to sing Rocky Top on Monday. We're gonna come yeah, in the I orange wore, on Monday. I, I wore I wore orange. I was good. Okay, that's it. I I I, I paid my penance. If Tennessee wins on Monday. I mean, we'll we'll be here for the brigade tomorrow. Roll call Friday. Tell all your friends. Come watch the show live. Got a lot of things to talk about. We'll talk about college football, but we'll make the bet tomorrow what we'll wear on Monday if Tennessee wins. I'll get the orange shit out again. How about you get Scarlet on the show on Monday? If if <laughs> Scarlet, who's Scarlet? <laughs> Who you tweeted this morning? <laughs> If she DMs me back, do you real? I just you're in her DMs. You're in her DMs. I'm not in her DMs. Don't. I don't want no title fights. I'm searching. I had my my feed closed. I open it up, and it says topics pizza, and Scarlet's there. Pizza or me? I was like, what in the hell is Elon doing? Pizza or me? Who the hell, Scarlet? <laughs> I got, I'm going to get in trouble. I had to retweet it. You had Nobody to. Knows. You had to retweet it. I had uh-uh. to retweet it. 
Yeah, I do. Yep. I'm she glad you did. Murders. I'm glad you did. Like, I'm on. I'm on angry with you. A lot of people were glad. <laughs> I'm, I'm on angry with you for retweeting it. I mean, that's that's retweet worthy for sure. That was that was a fun. I was like scroll, scroll, scroll. Wait, what the hell did Dave just retweet? I froze in my car. I was like, what the? I put the phone <laughs> all the way away from me to make sure I could see that. I was like, whoa. Then I brought it close. Then I moved it back. Then I brought it close. And I was like, I got to say something here. Phones are what? Wa- pizza was the topic. How is that possible? <laughs> what are Elon's doing with this thing? There it is right there. What is Elon doing with this Twitter? <laughs> she has clothes on. Don't worry. It's not a lot. She does. Not a lot. <laughs> she doesn't have, she has a very, lot. Of little, very, very little. She has a lot of something else, but she has a little. She has, she has clothing on. Go on things. my Twitter feed right now if you haven't. At SportsBK can sing. Scarlet. If we could get Scarlett on a show on Monday, she's on. You guys find her. Bring oh, her. my gosh. Go. Could you imagine? On that note, sports grid. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow for a roll call Stay Friday here, here for BVB. Here. If you're live on YouTube and Twitter, don't move. More to come here for BVB. Um, okay. Uh, da, 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 a couple quick things here. Um, Bama is 13 and a half point favorites at LSU. <laughs> Too high, no? Way too high. I'm actually. We got to be the biggest suckers on planet Earth. I'm close to. I, I am. I am very close to. That goes to to 14. LSU's the play, I think. So why is this? Why is this not different? Like if if the Tennessee line was 13 and a half, you taken? Because Bama's proven to me that they can't play on the road. By LSU. losing that game at Tennessee. LSU might be the more, most hostile environment they've played so far. Texas, I would put in order Texas of Texas is close. No, in order of hostile environments, LSU, Tennessee, Texas, and they've they lost. Had to kick a game-winning field goal in the last play. They should have lost to Texas. Texas. Texas, they should have lost. lost. Yeah, got did lose lose at Tennessee, and now you're going here, and a line's higher than it was at the other two places because the offenses are different. I mean, LSU. They don't have the same quarterback. They don't have the same offense. Daniels is good, but he's not hooker. I don't know. I think LSU is sneaky. LSU is LSU is dangerous. This could be the year that Alabama loses two games. They can lose this game. Lose outright or just not cover? Both. Well, obviously, if they lose outright, they don't cover because they're favored. Right. But right. Both are likely, though. They this could is, lose, and they is, could not cover. They're both this likely. This is a money line sprinkle on the LSU? I don't mind it. I think LSU I, – I look, I think Alabama right now on the road, they've got – they don't have the same type of dudes they've had in the past. No. This and is not receivers. a good defense. And the receivers, too. The receivers don't get open. So, I, don't, I mean, the defense is good. Don't get me wrong. Before all these Bama people come at me, I didn't say the defense is bad. I just said they're not like these – Dogs that they've been in the past. They give up a lot of points. Does this game go over? I mean, what the hell is this total? Um, this 56 to- and a half. Yeah. I mean, look at Tennessee is four and one in the conference. Daniels has only thrown one pick all year. He's rushed. The, he's ran for nine touchdowns. I mean, I don't know. This is this is a tough one for me. I, I, I mean, LSU at night. Tennessee just blast LSU. Um, blast LSU. They've got one loss that was to Tennessee. 
And the final score was 40 to 13. Blasted. But they beat Florida 45, 35 on the road. Florida's not even good. They beat Ole Miss 45, 20 last week. That's, that's an impressive win to me. That one put it on the radar. Like this family thing, three syllables, family. Look, they were down 17, nothing to Auburn. They came back and won 21, 17. Auburn. Thanks. Fine. It was on the road. I mean, that's still you're down 17 points. Auburn, Penn State destroyed Auburn on a road. I know. Things. I'm just that's saying LSU is, is not a rollover. This is not an a, a open and shut. Alabama goes at night. I've been in that building when that building's been swaying. When Alabama's at night playing against LSU. It's crazy. Death Valley, they go. Those Cajuns, when they see Alabama come into their building, they go flipping nuts. That is a really tough game for Alabama. That that environment, if that game is close at all at halftime, I don't think Bama covers. I think they have no shot at covering. They got to be up like 28 to 7 at half. Is this a Bama first half play? It could be, yeah. I mean, Bama, if Bama does what Bama is supposed to do, if Bama has not been doing they did it last week against Mississippi State or two weeks ago, they had a bye, but they did it against Mississippi State. You know, won the game 30 to what is it, 30 to 7, 30 to 3. What was the final score of that game? I don't know. Final state, right? Yeah. They were that final score of that game was 30 to six. Line was 23, 22 and a half. They covered it. Um, Line in that game. They covered. Was 21. 20. Yeah. I was going to say 20 or 21. 21. And they covered it. So, but that was in Tuscaloosa. This is in Baton Rouge. So books, books know that the 14 money's coming. You don't have to go to 14. We'll sit here at 13. One of the offshores is already at 13. We're sitting at 13 and a half. Oh, you know that they ain't going to no 14. There's no okay. way. No way. Buy it up. So like minus well, if you like 14, you could buy it up. But yeah, that's the, minus 120. You ain't getting 14 from the books. Interesting. Uh, one more Clemson minus three and a half at Notre Dame. Irish live here. Again, this might be rhombus, parallelogram, square, whatever it is. Uh-huh. I think so, based on what I've seen from Clemson. DJ, Lindemann calls him ukulele. They put he puts him behind every time. Is it the freshman or is it DJU? This is the question, right? Who's who's gonna play quarterback? Oh, uh, I mean, it might be, it might be the freshman, but to start, first, that's what I mean. First start on the road, touchdown, Jesus, yikes. He ain't starting. He'll come in and relief again. He ain't starting. That's Dabo's guy. He ain't starting. He ain't starting a kid. Not here. 730 East coast time, standalone NBC game. Maybe we get cold wind and rain. DJU is playing, is starting. Yeah. That's, I mean, he's, he's definitely playing. After the game, I mean, that's what Dabble said after the game. He said, DJ's our guy. Right. Quarterback. Yeah. Committed to him. Yikes. There ain't no line movement on this thing, which means nope. you're getting either no action or decent action on both sides. One book's what, – what's Fandle? Are they a four? Three and a half. Okay. So there's one book in the world taking a lead right now on this game. It's the South Point. Chrissy's at four. Oh. He's trying to find it. He's trying to find the Notre Dame money. Find the top. I like what he's doing. I need to know today. That would be great. On Thursday? 
Okay. Yeah, there's enough stuff going on. There's enough people in the book. Let's put out four and see what would happen. Send out the bat signal. Um, four and a half's the peak. If it gets to four, it might get to four and a half, but that that's it. They're taken. Notre Dame. You think they're live? Yes. I don't like that offense. But we'll see. I'm probably it's it's a no bet game for me. I'm not betting it. Right. I don't trust it. Right. I like Notre Dame. There's a lot of stuff going on on Saturday night, man. And we're going to be very busy. This is oh, between the World Series, all these college games or night games, all this fun stuff. stuff. Fun Can't stuff. Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. You guys, we always say thank you for supporting the meat. Go and you use that promo code BVP. 30 bucks off. You may need a minimum purchase to get it, but 50% off the friends and family site-wide sale going on right now at Omaha Steaks. We appreciate the support more than you guys know. If you're looking to buy the meat, send us a receipt. Let me see it. DM me and show me what you guys have done. Three people this week have done that so far. So thank, thank you so you. much for doing that. Keep that coming. Keep those yes. receipts and purchasing at omahasteaks.com yes. using the promo code BVB. Yes. Are you ready for the Vegas Aces, Mr. Sherapan? It's baseball, man. Are you kidding me? I'd love to see it happen. They're going to play. This. I got this just for this segment. I put this hat on in the rotation just for this segment. So Rob Manfred goes on a podcast this week. And Do you believe this shit before you say what it is? Did you hear it or read it and go, I believe that? That the A's are not going to stay in Oakland? Yes, I do believe that because I don't think people in Oakland want to give Major League Baseball what they want. So okay. I think what they're doing is they're shopping it to other markets. I don't know if Vegas is where they wind up. But I okay. do think the A's are going to leave Oakland. It's a question of wh what city is going to give them the most public money to build a ballpark. And it looks like Oakland is not comfortable doing what Major League Baseball wants. So Rob Manfred's playing politics. He's going to run out here and say, A's are leaving. Let's see how the public reacts. And for the most part, it's like <laughs> in Oakland. Like they, there's not a lot of reaction to it. There's not a lot of the politicians are more mad because on their watch, they will have lost the Warriors, the Raiders and the ACE will have lost three teams under their watch. And for a lot of them, that means goodbye when they get voted out of office. But the public generally, if you looking at polls and whatnot, if you believe the city of Oakland, they don't really feel like they need to spend a billion dollars to build a ballpark for the ACE. It's not a requirement. I think that's being fiscally smart. Yeah. And a lot of people don't care about baseball there. I mean, they, they like it, but they don't need it. It's like, okay, it's fine. Like we have the giants. If we have to have something else, like if I, I'll go to San Francisco for a game once a year or something, if I have to. So the problem with here and the most amazing part about it is that they are looking for public money here. And unless Henderson gives it to them, Vegas is not. There's Hell no, no. There's no public money. They gave 750 million to the Raiders. They're not giving anything to the A's. No way. But this is a carrot to say to, to Henderson or whoever else, look it, you want to offer up a bunch of money for us. We're going to build that ballpark where you guys are. We're willing to come down. And in the meantime, while we build it, the A's are going to play at the Las Vegas ballpark where the aviators play. Which oh, is hell no. For real? For real. Oh yeah. For real. That's we, what they're proposing. That's what they will do. The they totals will, will be like 18 and a half. They will spend, we, we will be able to watch a major league baseball game at that, at that ballpark 
which is 10,000 seats, berm in, le- in right field, so easy to park, so close to the action. I, I mean, it would be a dream come true. It's a mile from my house. <laughs> I mean, I'll go every night. I mean, I'll you go watch Major League Baseball. Park at your house and walk. Yep. I mean, Major League Baseball. I mean, you see Major League Baseball players at the Las Vegas ballpark will be unbelievable if it happens. It's fun to go to games now. Could be up to 30 years. My kids years. went to, the girls went to 20 games this year, probably. 20? Whoa. Oh, they're baseball fans, bro. It's, it's, it's no joke. I've only went like five times, but it's a blast. Um, God, the totals will be a nightmare to make. When that wind's blowing out, it don't matter who's pitching. That totals will be like Rocky's totals. 105 at night. Oh, they're going to be complaining about that. Um, are they using this? I mean, obviously they're shopping. Like, they're going to Portland, aren't they? They could. Portland's a Portland is very much. Are there any play. other cities listed in the story? Um, not in the story that I read, but I'm reading locally. I, I was just reading mostly, being dumbfounded with the Vegas article in the in the Review Journal this or uh, yesterday, that says, yes, for real, the plan would be to play in the Aviators ballpark if the Oakland A's lose the A's leave Oakland, they'll come to Vegas and they'll play while they build the stadium, wherever it is, they'll play with the aviators. They'll split it. So they'll basically either the aviators will play or they'll play a double header where one foreign's one game is the aviators. One game is the A's. Holy what? They'll play in front of more people in Vegas at the Vegas ballpark than they do at home right now in Oakland. Nobody went to the games. We were making fun of that all season. Like 2000, 3000 people. They'll have 10. They'll, it'll be sold out every night. Every single night will be a sellout. I don't care what the heat is. People are going to go here to watch that. Be a spectacle. Be unbelievable. I mean, like A's Rays that's going to sell out. Yeah. The A's I think so. Yankees, the A's Red Sox, the A's Dodgers. Like, I mean, that's going to be nuts. I mean, it's going to be A's Red Sox, A's Yankees, impossible ticket. An impossible ticket to get. Watch Aaron Judge play ten feet from you. For for I don't know what the ticket prices are going to be, but we'll see. This is what is happening in Arizona. It's happening for the Coyotes. They're playing in a five thousand seat hockey stadium. Do you know how much fun it'll be to go watch batting practice? Oh and hit, these guys are hitting six hundred foot shots. Like you'd not even be able to park near the ballpark. <laughs> you wouldn't talk about like it used to be like to park across the street at Fenway, right? Before they put on the signs and stuff like cars will get blasted. Can't uh, park on that side of the stadium no more. Hold on one second. Man, oh man, they're gonna hit oh, gonna hit cars all over the place. Um oh what Jimmy Jack 4Ks said they probably won't split. They'll pay the aviators to relocate like the nope. Toronto Blue Jays did in Buffalo. Mm-mm. That's no? not, it's not what the story read this morning. No, they're reporting wow. that they, they will have it much like Henderson has the Silver Knights and the Golden Knights. They will not make them leave. Because by, by, by Major League Baseball rule, your minor league team has to be 30 miles away from your Major League Baseball stadium. They put the baseball stadium in Henderson. We're more than 30 miles away. Oh, summer. yeah. No, if they play so. at the Aviator Stadium, though. No, but that's temporary. That's not, it's not permanent. That's a temporary thing. It's Major League Baseball can do a waiver that says this is a per- will waive that rule as long as it's temporary. Damn. So they'll play. I mean, it's go look. It's on the front page oh, of the those, Review Journal. 
those there. those guys that take care of the field will earn their money. If there's mm-hmm. a game there every single day in the it's summer here, old Heinz Field. <laughs> oh, that outfield's gonna look like caca. Shoot up. All right, let's skip ahead to better to book it here. Let's, let's go. Let's move quickly on this. Yep. First half minus six and a half, minus one forty-five tonight against the for the Eagles and the Texans. Oh man. Better Say that again. It. Eagles laying six and a half. Yeah. And minus 145. First half. Do we gotta lay to 45 and the yes. points? Yes. <laughs> They're the best second quarter team in the last decade. We'll bet it. Okay. Appalachian State minus three tonight on the road at Coastal. What are you doing? Why? This I mean, ain't be, there enough shit to bet. This game's gonna be awesome. The Why? Public- Coastal is seven and one. Coastal is at home. App State has won three of four against Coastal. These are the two best teams in the division, two best teams in the conference, arguably. App State's five and three. People are going to see their record, but now look at their strength of schedule and not see who App State is. Public's on Coastal, pros on App State. I'm going with Appalachian State on the road here to win and cover. Better Give me the shit to clears. I'll book it. And no idea why. I just one like the worst defenses in the entire country you're riding, but over. Over. No, under. Under? I don't like the over. I think I, I don't think it gets there. It's 64. It's too high. I will not watch a single play of this game. I Appalachian State played Highlands. at North Carolina. It was 63-61 final in the first week of the season. I don't think we see a replay of that. Everyone's thinking that's what it's going to be. Don't think it's going to be that Jay way. Jay Dalbet said you're right. App State minus three. Bet it. Good. Under six and a half. Carolina versus Tampa tonight. Bet it. Go with the goalies. Playoff type game. That's my whole point. Playoff. Although there might be some bad blood and some penalties, and it can get some power plays and some scoring. But this is this is an intense game. Every time these two teams meet this season, it's going to be a playoff type game. So agreed. If we get the best goalies. If we get the number ones, under. Favorite thing about today is what? Oh, uh, man, the weather change. Mm hmm. That's the favorite thing about today. That sucks. No, you know why? Because why? at some point during the night or early this morning, somebody turned the heat on in the house. That somebody you? Nope. <laughs> wasn't me. But I felt it because I was like, wait a second. What first the first time you turn the heat on in the house in Vegas, smells. you smell it. Yep. Like, ooh. Yep. You smell it first. And then I could feel my fingers and toes <laughs> again. Finally, <laughs> I was for six months. I ain't felt my fingers and toes in the house because it's keeping meat locker cold in here. So my favorite thing about today, despite it being nasty outside and a high of like 52 or whatever, it's going to be low 40 with wind and rain. It was nasty out. It's cold anywhere you go, wherever you live, 40 is cold. But the heat came on in the house today, even for a brief amount of time. So me and the dog. We're feeling good today. Dog Charlie and me could actually feel our extremities today. That's my favorite thing about today so far. Mine was the same as yesterday. Enjoy the sports. This is an unbelievable couple of days. Enjoy what we get to watch. App State and uh, Coastal will be Are you going to watch that game for 100%. I'm all in on it. Let's go. You going to watch any of the NFL game? First half. You're going to watch any of the baseball game back end. 
Zero chance NBA sees your TV at all today, right? There's nothing. There's not a, there's not a single NBA Two games, game. not a second. Not a single second of, of interest in the NBA. You I will peek at the hockey game, Bruins Rangers? 100%. 100%. It's fun when your team's good, man. The yeah. Penguins are really shit. 100% watch the Bruins and the Rangers. I'll, I'll be excited to watch in that game, 100%. But I will not watch basketball at all. Zero chance. And then tomorrow, my favorite thing about today is college basketball prep starts, baby. <laughs> this weekend, we're diving head first. First college basketball bets will be made on Sunday. You going to reach out to Casale, see if he wants to come on the show Monday? Oh, sure. I mean, I got a laundry list of people. We've got mid-major Matt to come on the show. We've got oh. Thomas Casale who will come on the show. We've got our guy, uh, Second Chance Points is coming on. Coming on. I mean, we, we we got all sorts of people. We College basketball, let's let's call go. I got, I, I'm fighting Ruth. with some dude in Boston who's saying that Creighton is the most overrated team in college basketball. And him and I are going back and forth, and we're going to – he names Tony something or other. He guess he's a big college basketball guy. He's all, he's his, his logo is Creighton. His avatar is the Creighton Blue Jay logo because he's making fun of Creighton all the time. And I'm like, okay, oh, dude, no, he's me not. versus you. Let's go. We're having some fun. Boston, a Bostonian versus Bostonian over the Creighton oh, Blue Jays. Let's God. go. What so fighting with people, please at, stop. At, 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 it's, it's all in good fun. So at all some right. point, that guy. As may long as he knows, show. it's fun. He may not. Bostonians, we're <laughs> we, we, we don't we don't know we don't know stop any it. So he 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 doesn't know the difference. He doesn't get the gag, but or nor does nor does he get what I've done either, which is which is what I love. He doesn't understand the full uh, the full deal. So you know. nobody knows about your southern life. Or my Midwestern life either, for that matter. So it's great. They, they just see South, Vegas. Midwest, whatever. Vegas, Vegas, All they know is Boston. you hate Connecticut, everything yes. about it. That's the Good. one thing everybody says to me when they did. You know, Peralta, does he really hate Connecticut? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, he does. That means they like Connecticut, unfortunately, for them. They ask that question. That means they like it. <laughs> They're like, oh, man, I like Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> When you drink milk every day, that's your go, your, your go to drink. Roll with the milk. Oh yeah, say 40, goodbye to the people, yeah. please. We're back tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Dave, Matt, see you tomorrow, boys. <laughs>